Welcome back to Ustalav. Welcome back to Carrion Crown. And I'll start things off by reading from the Rule of Fear. By day, little distinguishes the markets and streets of Ustalav from those of any other civilized country. Only the occasional chain of garlic flowers a lintel-perched gargoyle hinting at the traditions and popular superstitions that possess the land's ethos like mass dementia. Although a haunted land, Ustalav is not consumed by its horrors, while numerous hamlets and backwaters fear menaces in the night. Such worries are hardly unique to the Ustalavic countryside, and the land's inhabitants often prove far better prepared to ward against and advise on the terrors that lurk nearby than the country folk of other realms. Yet, while not an entirely cowardly people, the Ustalav's reliance on prayer and ancient superstitions means that most seek to ward off things stalking the dark rather than jeopardizing their lives and those of their families by confronting the supernatural head-on. Seemingly, in every generation and in every township, some young farmhand or proud champion takes it upon herself to liberate her people from whatever legend or boogeyman preys upon the region. Few return from their quests, and worse, some return as new menaces now in league with that which they hope to destroy. Yet even that is not the worst outcome, as still others awake long sleeping horrors, bringing total ruin down upon their neighbors. Thus, in the Ustalavic mind, heroes and fools walk the same path. Many villages prefer to suffer centuries of fear and hardship, as a shrieking death seems the most likely alternative. And even should some heroes totally scour away some ancient monster or persistent ghost, what happens then? Heroes move on and champions age, leaving the people defenseless against what whatever new terror might come to fill the void at the last. And so, across the lonely moors and in hidden dales, Ustalav's country folk live as they have for ages, grimly, piously, quietly, and always with an eye toward the coming night. But it's not night now. It's the morning. And once again, you're hearing the outcry. They hit the statue again! From outside. And again. The sound of people moving west. Rapidly down the road. Gone to look at the newest atrocity. Alright everyone, uh, let's look sharp, looks like they've hit the statue again, eh? Gaius has been up all night, sort of pouring through the books in Lady Kendra's study once again. Um, and as he emerges from the study to see everyone else, does it look like they've had... Uh, a night filled with horrific dreams, like the last time someone vandalized a statue. Now, normally that would be an insight check, but I'm assuming nobody's really trying to hide their state from everyone else. Everyone looks exhausted. The efforts of last night when uh, somebody invited a host of ghosts into their home for a close and personal discussion seemed to have been draining enough. But oh, the knowledge you reaped. 
But not only is Harrowstone haunted, but when in the year the fire came, there were five notable prisoners within the prison. And their ghosts yet linger on with significant influence. One you know of, the Splatter Man, a serial killer obsessed with names. And the, but your comrades seem to be awake and know as for the wear, even going outside in the yard and checking on the folks who were sleeping in the wagon in the tents. They're doing all right. Gaius wraps his knuckles on the door of Yo-Yo's wagon. Uh, rise and shine, old chap. Uh, I don't know if you can hear everyone running past. Looks like somebody's uh, taking an axe or a knife to one of the statues again. Uh, tell you what, uh, you uh, busy yourself with breakfast. I might just go take a quick look-see, huh? Yo-Yo's door opens. It's just one of the hatches. It's sort of like a one in six as to whether or not Gaius was uh, knocking at the right one. And there is this huge, beautifully carved um, mug, and it is absolutely full of Gaius's favorite coffee with a bit of chicory and um, cinnamon blend. And he's good morning. Um, I've made it extra strong. Um, here you go. Because you all had the bizarre dreams, right? Uh, Gaius takes the mug of coffee and <sniffs> takes a long sip. Ah, mm, good as ever. Uh, well, you know, I would be—I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I didn't at least uh, have a sticky beak over at the statue. So, uh, just keep this warm for me and uh, raise everyone's spirits a little bit. Maybe see if you can. Uh, Find a common thread to all these dreams, eh? And, well, I'll be back momentarily, provided every nobody makes a fuss at me looking uh, at the statue. Guys, you, you know we were, like, ground central for a whole lot of ghosts last night. Gaia sort of blushes, fidgets behind his back. Uh, yes, I, I, I'm well aware of that. Uh, Probably why is there any chance that you could just temporarily dispense with your trademark complete and utter insanity and actually take somebody along who can sort of beat the stuffing out of people who might threaten you? Gaius looks around and who does he see in the wagon settling down for breakfast? Oh. I believe that uh, Violetta usually sleeps in the tent next to the wagon, yes? That's right. Violetta, was, uh, we were just talking about you uh, in a roundabout way. Uh, all that commotion going on down the road there, you can hear that, right? I'm thinking we might go and check out the statue and... Uh, Yo-Yo's raised a very good point, as we all seem to be a nexus point for all sorts of bloody ghost activity. Maybe we shouldn't go anywhere alone at the moment. Well, as long as there's no carpets involved this time. 
If you needed that translate, it's good morning. Nice to see you. Could you go with Gaius and keep him safe? Yes, I can indeed. And Yo-Yo will have uh, Yo-Yo will have some waffles and some top-notch coffee waiting for you when we get back. Or, 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 or instead, maybe I can make you something that would suit your particular needs and requirements, food-wise. Do you have something you would like? I'm, right, I'm do you even eat? That sounds fine. Okay. How about Bank? Does Bank wish to go, or does Bank wish to try the best waffles in the world? Or does Bank wish to do something else? Yeah. Yeah, he'd, probably, he'd probably follow along to the commotion. Yeah. Yep. A lot of times this happens, something happens, so... You're doing alright on nutrition at the minute, and it's good to get out of the bucket and stretch yourselves. <laughs> alright. About this point, we probably hear... We, we probably hear Amy shouting somewhere in the house, signalling that she's roused for the morning, so... Gaius just takes a sideways look at Yo-Yo and says, "Ah, well, you'll have a guest for breakfast after all. Uh, keep your spirits up, good friend." Amy is totally down for any kind of breakfast foods that you have, and so the three others set out, and you make your way west, up to the edge of the covered bridge, but not past it. Taking a left of the riverbank, as you go, you can't help but notice that. Uh, Mr. Gibbs Hovel, he's out on the porch, looking tired, but he's still got enough energy to muster a glare at you as you pass by. And yes, sure enough, you reach the Aerostone Memorial. The crowd there is less than it was last time. This isn't spectacle. This is a repeat. As you can see by the blood splattered all over the statue, forming two letters, a V and an E. Right, guys, your intelligence is sufficient. You turned up research last night. A lot of you did. The Splatterman's modus operandi was to slowly spell out his victims' names over the e. course of days before he came for them. Your, your, he turns to Violetta, your V-I, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Well, I don't feel too bad about bringing you along now. Seems you're not the one in any danger. Uh, tell you what, uh, what, you're a local around here, in a manner of speaking. Why don't you uh, see if anyone saw anything during the night? And Well, I'll take advantage of there not being a crowd today and take a look at the statue and see if I can see any magic or any bizarre rituals are being conducted on at this time. Okay. Uh, are there people around, or would that mean yeah, that I'm there's about, up? There's about okay. there's about a dozen people around the statue. 
and they're talking with each other in low tones. A couple of them shoot glances your way, but they are nowhere near as suspicious as they were. Gaius seemingly, seemingly obliviously just makes his way to the statue. Ah, the expert coming through a routine magical examination, you know, you know, and he gets There's to There's a couple work. mutters. Uh, you think he's trying something? Now I hear the sheriff deputized him. He did, I was here when it happened. Alright, I guess it's still going. Calm so. yourselves, calm yourselves. This is merely a routine examination, nothing more. You best uh, keep back so that you don't interfere with anything. And Gaius begins to draw a circle in the dirt in front of the statue. Ritual casting detect magic. Alright. You do so. And again, things flicker and flare to life. And you're getting the same result you did last time. There's fading energy around the letters. Whatever it was set to accomplish has already been done. If you wish, you can try to delve deeper with an arcana check, but this one will be at a fairly high DC. Gaius will. He didn't learn all too much last time, so seeing it light up, confirming that indeed something similar is afoot, he creeps towards the statue, gets down on his knees, and begins to examine the letters, pulling a little eyeglass out, looking at them very, very carefully, and that will be... Uh, let me see. Roll... And what is my arcana? We are working with a plus five here. Nat 20, 25. Nat 20. It took you a while to lock it in. But now that you know his methods, you are certain that th what is going on this is the work of the splatter man, the thing that possessed you. You feel the same kind of essence flowing through it, mapping it to that cold feeling that you had when your friend snapped you out of the possession. This is his work. Furthermore, he's using sympathetic magic. He's... using it... to do something like a curse upon a victim. But this, the thing is, he's, he's using this, almost recreating the ritual, calling it into reality, which wouldn't work if it was targeting something living. This ritual is being used to weaken and prepare another ghost for the slaughter. So, to clarify, it seems as if it's a curse that's being targeted towards someone non-living. Oh, yes. Gaius shudders at this realization. And as, he, with he an at 20, I'll do you one yeah. more. As your gaze drifts down to the plaque on the statue and the only name there that starts with V-E. Visoriana Hokren. 
Liana Hawkren. The wife of the wolf. Oh, this is... This isn't bloody good. Gaius stands up, turns around to face the crowd and see how Violetta's getting on before he makes his grim revelation. You... you... okay, you stand and face the crowd and you see that the sheriff has basically rolled up behind the lot of you. He's actually taken a few moments to check with Bank and uh, Violetta and confirm what Gaius is doing. But as he sees you come out of it, he nods and... Alright, seeing all there is to, I'll confer with the deputies. Go on, get... Rag... Raggle, you found this? All did. Good work on you, good on you. Thanks. And he kind of nods his head off, comes in. Yeah, I had people checking in on it every now and then, uh... The raggle was this morning shift and he found it like this so it happened within three four hours to dawn give or take not too long ago by my reckoning the magic's still active the, the ritual has worked its magic fulfilled its purpose but there's still traces of it so it only happened a couple hours ago at most uh, we're looking at a curse Something of that manner, something targeted. Earth. Yes, uh, a hex, a, a hex, a jinx, whatever you'd like to call it. A sympathetic magic targeted towards a specific individual. That'd be the name, V-E, being spelt out. But don't fear, it's nobody living in the village. Uh, Gaius mutters the name of the warden's wife under his breath, seeing if the sheriff picks up. Sheriff shakes his head. Don't know that name. The warden of Harrowstone, you see. Well, uh, assuming... He looks at the plaque. Oh. Oh, okay. That's not the warden, that... Hawkran, ah, yes. Guess it was his wife or daughter or something. Wife, daughter, sister, uh, some relative. Uh, well, long dead in either case. But uh, so's our culprit, I believe. They're working up towards bringing another ghost forth so they can slaughter the ghost or turn the ghost to their cause. Oh, that ain't good. Most certainly All not. Right. But luckily, we know how we can solve it. That's, that's a ghost. the hard part. Wait, hang on. That's a ghost that's in there with him? Seems so. So if they got like ghost beef, why are they starting it now? Well... Gaius sighs, shaking his head. I've had it up to about here with ghosts recently, but it seems that, well, there's a ghost down in Harrowstone. A nexus. A key ghost. And it's sort of the... Well, I'll say it's the leader. The, the, the head ghost that all the other ghosts sort of rally behind. 
And whoever is responsible for these disturbances is trying their very best to place this key ghost under their control and in return, in turn, control the rest of the ghosts. So, well, uh, if I had the to sheriff has pulled out a notepad and is writing things down rapidly. If I had to hazard a guess, I would say that uh, this particular ghost is probably not a restless spirit, probably someone who's been relatively quiet, and they're trying to bring her forth so that they can place her under the influence of the key ghost, uh, add to the collection, as it were. Which, of course, means that there's a cadre of ghosts slowly building up more and more and more down there in Harrowstone. And eventually, they're going to decide that they've had enough building up and they're going to uh, turn to other things. And I fear for the town, quite frankly. Myself and my companions will probably be long gone before we have to worry about such a thing, though. This is well and truly getting above my pay grade. I am going to have to take this to the council. Um, they've been making noises. I think this is going to push them over the tip. There's probably going to be a town meeting tonight, and I would like to ask you all to attend. I'll speak to the others. I'm sure they wouldn't miss it for the word. For the world, uh, if you're going to go to the council, though... Gaius lowers his voice and leans in. He says, We're thinking of perhaps mounting an expedition into Harrowstone. You know, it might... Hmm. Might... Be, an, be doable to confront the ghosts at their source. Maybe put a stopper on this thing that's boiling under the surface. He looks but, around at... He looks around at the at Bank and uh, Violetta. You're all agreed in this? This is the course of action you think is best to take? I suppose so. Yeah. Alright. Don't get, get me wrong, persuade. we're not relishing the uh, he opportunity. Seems, he scrutinizes you carefully, Gaius. You can roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Everyone backing me up, sure. Let's go. That will be uh, well. Luckily, it's with advantage. Well, with advantage, it's another net twenty. Thanks, roll twenty dice roller. Jeez. All right. <laughs> he, he hesitates for a second, then steps in, kind of scans around, making sure nobody's watching. Between. Look, you didn't hear this from me, but I'm pretty sure that the council's gonna ask ask you to head that way anyway. They're probably gonna well. offer to pay you for what they're doing. No, no. They're probably gonna offer to pay you for what they you're planning to do anyway. Well, so, payment would be advice, the very least of it, but we aren't exactly uh, we aren't exactly. Uh, son, hold on. Let me finish my piece. My advice to you would be to. Uh, the day to prepare yourself and uh, maybe maybe talk to whatever people, get whatever information you can, maybe do a little shopping, 
and uh, hit the town meet. Make sure you're gonna get paid and head out in the morning tomorrow if that's your cause. Because this is, from what you're saying, this needs doing sooner or rather than later. So Tend to, to agree. This fucking statue, aren't I? All right. Gaius turns to to Violetta and Bank, and he says, "If we're serious about this, we're not exactly renowned adventurers. We're going to need a lot of preparation." And then he turns back to the sheriff, and he says, "I was going to propose that perhaps the council sponsors our expedition." You know, some of that payment in advance, so we can make sure we're properly prepared. With a natural 20. I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll go and have a word with the shopkeepers, and if you want to buy something on credit, I'll let them know the council might back you up, as long as you ain't, you know, going too high up on the price. Would certainly help. Thank you, friend. Alright. Well... From what I saw the spell passing your house, that Heflin's cooked up a fine spread, so I'll leave you too while I go soften the town up a mite for you. Good luck. Can't wait! Uh, you sure you won't join us back at the back at Lady Kendra's house, you know, on your way back to town? I'm sure Yo-Yo would jump at the chance to serve Friend, another for breakfast. I... Friend, I got way too much to do today, but I'll take you up on that invite after things are settled. Share a pipe and have some waffles. Gaius nods, gestures for Bank and Violetta to follow him as he begins to trudge back up the trail, back following the delicious aroma that's wafting down from Kendra's house. Yeah. And you reconvene with the others. Uh, just before Can... we do. Oh, yeah? Uh, just before we like, fully leave the statue, Bank just wants to go up and see if, like, see if we can tell, like, is it like is it humanoid blood? Is it animal blood that's being used, or is it just like mm. it's indescribable? Give me, give me a nature roll. Also, what's your passive perception? Where is that one here again? Well, it's basically passive. your passive. Yeah. Yeah, passive is fifteen, and a nature roll. You said. Yeah, nature roll. I'll have to take it. Uh, 11. Uh, it's hard to say. This one's a little tackier than the rest. Although it's still runny, it looks like somebody used old blood for the older blood for this. Though, you can take a sample if you want for testing later. There's nothing stopping it. Also, with a 15, as you're up there scanning it out, you can't help but notice there's a lot fewer tracks in the dirt today. The mob wasn't nearly as big this time. The ground isn't as torn up as it was that first morning. Any chance you can find a trail belonging to the culprit? Not that I'm expecting ghosts or ghoulies to uh, leave a mm. conventional evidence behind. I suppose, you know, the realization of that is like, okay, try and like scan over the footprints and like see if there's any that seem to follow away. Alright. Are you tackling it by yourself? 
Or would somebody like to help? If it's if it's going to be an investigation check, Gaius will assist. Otherwise, it's not going to be much use. This one would be a survival um, check. Yeah, Gaius I is can help going with that, to then. be... Awesome. Yeah. Gaius just leans back up. You know what you're doing, you know, you can tell a boot print from a footprint, and I'll follow along. Bank can roll yeah. with advantage, then, since Violet is assisting. Uh -huh. uh, natural 20 for a 25. God bless! Okay, <laughs> you guys are crank. You start... Oh, yeah. There's one set of tracks here that are barefoot. They look human. <laughs> and you follow them. Do you wish... They head back into uh, the woods west of the place. Do you wish to follow them? Hold up there, Bank. Uh, going into the woods on our He's own is one thing. Following a trail away from the statue is one thing. Going into the woods on our own is another. I don't think the tracks will be going anywhere. Don't you think we should get mm. go back and get Yo-Yo and Amy ju just in case? Yeah, does it look like following them like as far as we have is it like yeah is it obvious like they're the one sort of set of tr humanoid tracks leading that way it sure looks that way mm. yeah yeah get the others and yeah let's see what we can do alright do you want to pick up yo-yo before you follow them or just forge ahead you're gone and I'll head back with them and just hopefully they don't get disturbed. Alright. You appraise Yo-Yo long story short, you appraise Yo-Yo of the situation. Does he wish to uh, give breakfast a pause? As much as we're all jumping at the chance to chow down on this top-notch grub, uh, those tracks, you know, who knows if they might still be there a couple hours from now. Yo-Yo, uh, and you have been instrumental in ensuring that we've all pulled through so far, so would you do us the honor of joining us for a short trek into the woods, eh, old friend? I think you're muted there, Adam. Mm -hmm. And Gaius's coffee and a couple of little ghost molasses cookies. And um, hand everybody that wants food a packed meal. But he seems ready to go. Gaius immediately devours a cookie. Mm. Mm, yes, uh, mm. I'm not done with tea. Says Amy. Yeah, hey, we'll be fine. It's not. It's day. What's that? She points at uh, the smeared cloth that Bank holds in his hand. Uh, the blood from the statue. She holds out a hand. 
Yeah, Bank will hand it over. She takes a lick. Yeah, it tastes like bird again. I think it's the same with the others, only yuckier. This is the older. Yeah. Bleh. Mm -hmm. Well, here, why don't you have the rest of these cookies as a reward and a treat? Uh, keep watch over Yo-Yo's and I and my wagon for us while we follow these tracks, eh? Uh, finish okay. your meal. I'm sure Yo-Yo would be very upset if you didn't voraciously devour everything is laid out there on that table. Okay, guys, don't get possessed again. Yeah, I, I should try, and I'm hoping that nobody's taken to lining, laying out rugs in the, like, in, in, in the woods. Yeah. All right. The four of you reconvene at the statue, at the Undisturbed Trail. And... Now you're following it. The trail yeah. heads east, cutting through the woods to the field. And to the small copse on the other side, just before the road. It goes on to the main road. And if you hadn't had a natural 20, that would be where it ended. But you're able to follow it up and just before it re-changes the main path, it ducks it back into the trees, heading west this time. And ends... back between these two houses. One older farmhouse, and the hovel of one Mr. Hefness Gibbs. Well, he was he was scouring, scowling at us this morning as we were making our way down to the statue. Thought maybe he'd just been woken up by all the noise, but now that the trails led us here, I wonder if maybe he knows more than he was letting on. Poking your head around, you see that the front porch is empty. Mr. Gibbs is no longer sitting there. Yo-Yo, uh, you tend to be the level-headed one in these situations. Should we knock on his door and ask questions, or should we dispense with the formalities? Uh, after all, the town's safety is at stake here. I'm sure Violetta and I could find a way into his house. At some point, whilst he's speaking, Gaius is going to suddenly be aware that Yo-Yo has walked forward and opened the guy's door into his house and has just walked straight in. It's unlocked. It's a uh, grungy little place. There's a sword on the wall. Looks familiar. He was pointing. He was. He had it along with him the first day you met him. There's a. Uh, couple rickety mismatched chairs and some furniture. It's a two-room cabin. There's a bedroom. There's a main room with a fire pit. Fireplace. There's a d dressmaker's dummy on the in the corner with an old 
battered suit of splint mail on it. With the uh, canterwall coat of arms on it. Gaius will immediately... And there's about uh, five or six empty bottles stacked in the corner with a uh, laughing demon's uh, brand on them. Gaius will immediately sling, unsling his short sword, ching, unsheath it, and creep forwards, scanning the room for any signs of where Mr. Gibbs might have gone, any signs that someone indeed was recently in the house at all. So you're investigating the inside? Sure Joey, what are you doing? Casting light. And he's going to rap three times on the floor with his holy symbol slash walking stick. And he's going to pull open his... And I mean, he's not going to tell anyone because that would destroy the effect. But he's going to cast thaumaturgy after the light and his eyes are going to turn into hourglasses and glow, and he's going to activate the eyes of the grave. Alright. So you're poking around the ethereal. Violetta, what are you doing? Do you want to go in? Do you want to stay outside? I think she's going to stay outside for now and look around the outside of the house. Alright. Give me an investigation check. Or perception, your call. Bank, what are you doing? Bank? Uh, yeah. No, it's it in. You and guys have got in and be able to stay out too. Like, wait outside too. Like, stay outside too. Alright. Are you helping Violetta? Uh, yeah, I guess it will help her out. Alright, Violetta, you may make your investigation perception roll with advantage, which is roll 2d20s and take the best, then add your stuff. Alright. Yo-yo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 14. Okay. You sense no one dead within the area, but there's a little bit of a strange haze in the bedroom. It's fading as you look at it, though. Something powerful passed through. Gaius, how do you do on the investigation? That will be... Uh, let me see... You're not going to believe what Oh natural... my god. <laughs> oh my god. Plus, uh... Alright, alright. Plus five for my investigation. Gaius. Mr. Gaius has evidently been very, very careful not to find any carpets. Oh, he's, he's got a couple, but they're of the non-moving variety. Gaius. You notice that uh, the floor isn't very well swept, and there's quite a lot of mud tracked on it. That looks a bit more recent than the various, you know, food crumbs and alcohol spills and 
other things that have gone down there. In fact, you're finding muddy footprints at the bottom of his bed sheets. And which and as you and something occurs to you as you're poking around you saw a chicken coop to the side as you entered and just marked it down as rural scenery it occurs to you that you're not hearing any chickens there's blood here under the bed and as you and as you look out the window you see 14 you said there belly lid that's right there is a bloodstained straight razor hidden in the firewood pile outside the house next to the empty chicken there's also a water skin hidden next to the razor Um. The f- the chicken coop has feathers. Uh, as bird poop. Has no chickens. And poking around inside, you see uh, that some meat has pretty much is in the process of being preserved. Quite a lot of chicken. Also, those outside notice that an uh, elderly woman has come out the back door of uh, the house just east of here and is looking at you puzzledly. I want the blood under the bed. There is no blood under the bed. There is mud under the bed. Under the bed. I wonder if uh, someone's been crawling around in the chicken coop. Uh, No sign of the old man in either case. Uh, no sign he's even been here aside from that mud under the bed. Uh, maybe he had a. Looks lived in. He saw him on the porch. And yet, no sign that he's here right now. I wonder if he had a mishap with ghosts. Just Excuse like we me. did. Excuse me there. Oh, yep. Gaius wills around. Brandishing and his you, sword, you, and then you, through the through the window, you see uh, uh, the uh, elderly woman hobbling up to bank and Villard. Uh, oh, you're the you're the strangers, aren't you? Are you looking for uh, Mister Gibbs? That we are. Oh, she glances mm-hmm. out the open doorway. Well, is he in? It doesn't seem like it. Oh. She frowns as she looks at the open doorway. Well, pardon my saying, but uh, why in his house if he's not there? Yaya is going to come around and look at her. The thaumaturgy is still in full glow and her his eyes are glowing hourglasses. Oh my! I'm afraid it's horrible business. Of the 
Temple of Phrasma. Hmm. You may roll me a religion or a persuasion check. Um. Okay. I'm just trying to. Uh, I'll just roll it. A d20, I think. Sure is. D20 plus your religion or your persuasion. Your call. <laughs> do, do you want me to look up my uh, religion? Don't bother. That For the listeners, that is about the fifth natural 20. Has anybody rolled anything but a natural 20? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There have been a few. There have been a few. It's just... Okay. No, no. Sorry. Oh, no. It's his daughter, isn't it? Oh, no. His last, his last family in all the world. She, sa she says, uh, this time of morning he'll be drinking over the laughing demon, most likely. Yo-Yo is going to use poor that lad. incredibly been... powerful interrogation technique. He's been, so, and not... he's been so out of sorts the last few nights, ever since the fox got into his chickens. Yo-Yo is going to use the incredibly powerful interrogation technique of just staring at her, unblinkingly waiting for her to speak until the silence is too much and she just keeps babbling. He's, he's been out of sorts the last few nights ever since the fox got into his chickens. I helped him salt them, you know? Mind you, you know, we had a few for stew. It's not that often you can have all that much meat at once. Everyone is a bit harsh to Mr. Gibbs, but he's really quite a lovely man. Once you get to know him, he just doesn't trust easily, that's all. His family, it's a tragedy what happened with the orcs, you know. Only his daughter survives, and, they, and she has little respect for the man. I tell you, children these days... Yo-Yo, you realize with alert that your technique is backfiring. She's taken you to be a trusted confidant. And she's gearing up to go on a Gaius-level monologue. He's going to wrap his staff onto the um, um, the floorboards, and the doors and windows are going to shake. And he's going to say, tell me about the death of the chickens. Oh, well, I mean, it's... Wait a minute, are you here for the chickens? She squints. Gaius is just stifling a laugh in the background, seeing her filibuster coming and knowing that Yo-Yo well, has got more than enough practice on how to deal well, with this. He didn't name them, of course, but I named them. I guess you want them for... Uh, well, they have a tombstone. Uh, one was named Tick-Tick, and he was a little black Cornish hen. Uh, and there Smack was, the floor uh, again. Smack the floor again. And he's gonna and Yo-Yo's gonna interrupt and say, "Did you see a fox, or were you simply told that a fox had gotten them?" Oh no, no, no! It, uh, I was woken by the hubbub. Oh, when the statue was horribly defaced, and I went outside and asked Mister Gibbs what was going on, and he was like, 
Yeah, some something happened over the statue when a fox killed all my chickens. So you never saw the fox? Well, no, foxes are clever. Why would I? How many pieces were the chickens in? Yeah, she thinks. No. Mm, not many, actually. It was nearly done. There was only one chicken missing. It uh, took them all quickly and uh, ran off with one. A fox took a whole lot of chickens. Well, it killed them all quickly. She squints a bit. I did Were get to a little look any... at the wounds. Mr. Gibb was, Gibbs had already started cutting them by the time I went to help him. Come to think of it, there weren't that many bites. It was a very neat fox. Gaius? Meg, anyone? Do any of you have any questions that our friendly neighbor here might be able to shed light upon? Well, uh... Gaius sheaths his sword, satisfied that he's not under threat from carpets or anything else now. He gestures towards the bed. He says, there's mud all over the floors under there. Uh, was Mr. Gibbs in the habit of going out into the chicken coop in the middle of the night and then heading back to bed? I did. I don't see why he would do that unless it was to scare off foxes. But he's been sleeping very poorly this last night. I have... I've been having poor dreams myself. Everyone Gaius... Has. Gaius sees Bank stepping out of the room to head out to the oh, chicken coop. But with Mr. Coop Gibbs, and... it's, wor it's worse. It's like he's been getting no rest at all. Right, we, we suspected as much. Mud under the bed implies nocturnal movement. You're saying that's out of character. We're going to take a look at the coop itself. Thank you for your time, ma'am. And then Gaius steps out one following question. Bank. One last question. Did Mr. Gibbs tell you the details of his dream? Huh. He only said that they were horrible and he needed more liquor. I... I'm inclined to agree with the first point, but not the second point. The man is going to kill himself before he's 50. I think we can take it as a given. He has had too much in the way of spirits. She misses the pun completely. Thank you for your assistance. And Yo-Yo's eyes go back to normal as he drops the thaumaturgy. Okay, Bank has just rolled the sixth natural 20. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to buck the dice roller? There's something going on with roll 20 tonight. Okay, whatever. Roll uh, 20's on something, and I want to partake. Enjoy it while it's here. Just wait until you get to the straight run of one natural ones. All yeah. right. Bank! You that would be every other session. <laughs> you investigate the hell out of that chicken coop. There's no chicken coop that you have assessed more assessed better, and you are pretty sure the fox has absolutely never gotten in here. This thing is secure. 
It would have to be unlatched. There would be damage that simply isn't here. And there's a torn patch of cloth that matches a nightshirt that uh, is hanging on a hook inside Gibbs' his house. It, this was done by human hands. It has to be. Gaius will immediately and also the get barefoot to footprint. And... Also, the barefoot footprints match the standing in front of the coop, mixed with some slight old spatters of chicken blood, match the tracks he'd been following. Huh? Yeah, back, yeah, back with his plants. Just There's no fox here. Okay. Done by man. Done by a man. No, no, certainly not a fox. Gaius is already on his hands and knees, drawing out a ritual circle to cast detect magic, just in case, just to cover all bases. Alright. The woman keeps up a constant chatter while moving to keep an eye on all of you, her, her nose twitching. She smells gossip. The... oh, long story short, the ritual turns up no magic. Mundane. Uh, well, at least we know uh, if he was possessed. It's uh, just a matter of nocturnal movement. No rituals, no curses. Uh, well, I'll leave it to the rest of you folk to uh, conduct more mundane investigations then. Say, though, I wonder where Mr. Gibbs got to. Well, he's probably drinking it away at the Laughing Demon, like I told you. You don't listen very well, do you? Is it because you're disappointed? I've heard that they seem that doesn't work as well. You know, a mystery to unfold, and I must confess, I expected more dire things to be happening. Uh, obviously, something's going on with the man, and the fact that he simply retired for a quiet drink is not the first thing that would jump to mind, but. Perhaps we'll pay him a visit and see if we can't hear from his mouth. Is that where you're heading then? Sorry, thank you. What was it? That's where Gaius will go when everyone's done here, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, it's, you said all the chickens have been slaughtered, didn't you? This coop is empty of chickens. Yeah. It, it's no longer a chicken coop, it is just coop. Uh, and then, just yeah, as everyone's deciding, Banks gonna look around and see if like, are there any, like, birds or anything nearby? Uh, there's like, some birds in the area, yeah. That's full. Not as many as there would be in summer or spring, but there's a couple around. Hmm. A couple of the ravens that seem to be ubiquitous around this place. Though less than you'd think. This time of year. Yes. Uh, and Bank is going to attempt to then use his uh, speak with animals to see if he can't question some of the local birds. All right. Also, with the natural twenty, I forgot to mention that uh, water skin you found earlier hmm? is totally full of rancid chicken blood. Ah. All right. Speak with birds. All right. Bank. Rummages around in his memory. Images flashed through his mind. Flight. Eggs. Cawing. 
migratory patterns. A couple of the green letters and an alien tongue that he doesn't recognize, but somebody from another world could possibly identify as computer code. And then you select the proper dialect and find it and tuned in. And hear what the ravens are saying. Hey! Hey, fuckers! Hey! Hey, you fuckers! Hey! This is the usual raven chatter. Mm. Hey! Leave already! Fuckers! It's... Why do you want us to leave? Yeah. Can't swipe berries until you're gone. Did you, did you see what happened to the chickens? Uh. <laughs> old man, the old man killed them all. One who lives here. Just points yep. at the house. <laughs> yep. That's the fucker. Okay, thank you. It just turns to rejoin. And Fuck you, also, off. You, you just notice too, as he rejoins the group, his head is like sort of like semi-morphed into that of a, like a raven's. Not like fully, but like it's like the vague shape. <laughs> No, I say, Bank, you just stood there and, and they were cawing at you and you were cawing back. Hopefully they at least gave us something to work with, eh? Uh, yeah, yes, they said... Yes, they, one of them says they saw the old man slaughter to kill the chickens. We can confirm that at least. Yeah. Uh, all I heard was... Ah, ah, yeah, ah. So, it's nice to at least uh, mark that down, that we do have eyewitnesses, slaughtered all the chickens, and then I imagine went out to that statue, sprayed the blood all over the bloody thing, carved the letters into the statue, and we're looking at Mr. Gibbs as our culprit, but likely with a spirit behind the wheel. DJ, your appointment? Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. I just don't want you missing it. <laughs> yes, and the, and the birds don't want us to leave. <laughs> Happy to oblige them. Gaius fills in the rest of the group, telling them about the upcoming town meeting and that it's very likely the town will sponsor an expedition into raven grow he finishes with a into harrowstone and he finishes with a flourish as he says now, so we best make our preparations beforehand be sure to drop the sheriff's name if you must purchase something right. and don't have the funds on hand so you're returning to the loremore farmstead to fill them in all right well, we've got everyone here except for Amy. I suppose we'll fill her in when we return. Well, Amy and Gil. I forgot she wasn't here. I forgot they weren't here. 
Also, do you want to de- drop all these details in front of the old lady who's like watching everything? Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, Gaius okay, just making just, sure. Just Gaius sure. will just clear his throat and say, "Well, uh, I think it's clear cut what happened here. Let's return to Lady Kendra's farm and discuss our next moves." He looks over at the woman. He says, "Thank you very much for your help, and uh, if welcome. you do see Mister Gibbs, uh, let him know that." Uh, well, and those dreams he's been having, we'd be happy to help if he seeks us out. Oh, I'll tell, I'll tell him, but between you and me, he doesn't like outsiders very much. Perhaps that's why it's perhaps it's why it's best that you broach the topic with him then, instead of us ah. just turning up, demanding. I'll try. You depart. Maybe uh, so Yo-Yo is going to hold up a hand and say, um... You never told us your name. Oh, it's Gertrude Willenstein. Of the Eastern Willensteins. Miss Willenstein, avoid Mr. Gibbs. What? Why would I do that? You're, 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 you're a good woman, you... You you make your prayers. You you honor the well, gods, yes. don't you? What adventure? I no, want, we never touched the stuff. I want you to avoid Mister Gibbs and keep him as far away as possible. And if he should approach you, do no, not be I... alone with him. Oh dear! And at I... night. I want your windows and doors shuttered. Do you understand? Oh my! She's looking frightened now. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, yes, sir. I, I, of course, father, father. Uh, mm, I'll do what I can. It I is the man. I'll do what I can. Absolutely going to be a very high priority for myself and my associates to bring your dear neighbor back safely. She looks frightened now, and she's inching back toward the house. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. I'll take your advice. And you depart to the sounds of happy ravens swooping in to raid the unguarded berry patches. As a rule of thumb, Gaius, don't direct ancient old women to go and talk to uh, possessed people who have a a sharp razor and a need for blood. Gaius. He's in a public place, isn't he? Having a drink. It's not like he's going to attack her. You know what, Yo-Yo? You're probably right. Gaius recalls the events of last night. Good catch. And that is a question. Are you taking the razor and water skin along, or are you replacing them? Can we contaminate the re- the water, the, the blood, so that Blood's it won't already work? already kind of rancid. It, 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 yes, but is it possible to make it so that it will ruin the ritual? You're a cleric. It occurs to you that a ceremony would be just the trick for this kind of thing. Of course, a ceremony is 25 gold, so... Oh dear. But, uh... Ga- Gaius can tell you... Gaius can tell one. you... Gaius can tell you, just by looking at your train in Arcana... That blood's probably about run out anyway. Yeah, so no magical essence left in that one. Ritual's already been done, my good friend. Don't worry, he won't be doing any more with this, but I would... 
If I was an owner of chickens in this town, I'd make sure I keep an eye on my coop for the next lot, eh? You return to Kendra's house to find uh, absolutely no sweets at all left and a very innocent-looking Amy sitting off to the side next to where Kendra and uh, Gilt are gearing up. Kendra nods at you. Hmm. Good. Good to see you. I'm going to go check out the town archives. That's probably where I'm going to be all day. And there is actually um, about 40 cookies left, 40 to 50 cookies left on the sheets. The rest of them um, are, are unfortunately quite gone. No crumbs, but the cookies are gone. Yeah. Gilt says, I will guard Miss Kendra, if that's all right, unless you need me. Oh, oh, here, Gilded Lily. Let me help you with something. And Amy pulls out a uh, um, a, a flashy ribbon, and she ties it around Gilded Lily's uh, weapon, and it's now a plus one magic weapon. Gild nods. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, makes more cookies. His All preparation right. for the meeting tonight is going to become armed with some perhaps not um, very sensitive choice-themed cookies. All right. Do you want to spend your morning action baking? Yep. All right, cool. Gaius, you got a morning action you want to do? Yeah, Gaius. Gaius. Got, I, I've got like two minutes before my phone rings, so I'll just say Gaius will pay a visit to the unfurling scroll and you don't have to role play this if i'm not back yet um he will we just will when you get back yeah he'll just pay a visit to the unfurling scroll see what they have to offer confer right. with the owner on you know magic things toss some theories back and forth and just see if there's anything that would be useful for a wizard preparing to delve into a dungeon all right bank What's your morning action plans? Uh, well, I know it's. I know we have to prepare, so probably. Uh, probably shopping, really. Like, yeah, just thinking like, all right, we're gonna stock up and prepare. Any particular store that you want to head to, or are you just gonna take a tour of all of them? Uh, probably just add general tour all of them. Yeah, that would Not eat up morning. Violetta, how are you feeling? Morning actions? Uh, I don't really have anything in particular in mind here. Alright, do you want a company bank or help somebody else? Uh, yeah, I can do that. That's fine. Okay, shopping. Amy, what are you feeling like doing? Um, well, I had, um, uh, I had good thing. I had good results when I went to the, uh, archives before. So I think I'm going to help Kendra with the archives and if nothing else, um, if like run back and forth, get her, uh, get her things and, and stuff like that. All right, cool. So we'll go ahead and handle, hmm. We'll handle that first, <clears throat> and then we'll do the wave of shopping. 
All right. Kendra says, Kendra tells you she go, as she goes, it seems to me that with the information that uh, there were five notorious prisoners being held in the prison, and that one of them is directly related to our current woes, we're probably best off focusing on the other four to see what we can learn. That makes sense. We've already found out about the, about the one, so we should definitely look for the other four. And uh, based on, and if it's dealing with the dreams, we at least have an idea of like who's going to be who. All right. So I, I think I can tackle one area of research on my own. If you and Guild, Guild want to handle the other, that would be good. So we'll try for a twofer. Um, which dreams should I focus on and which dream do you two want to take? Well, let's see. There was the um, the uh, the one with the fire, and the guy with uh, 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 with the guy with the axe or something like that that was chasing Violetta. She winces. I had a dream along those lines too. Oh, okay. I think I think I'll do the research on that. Then that's a good idea. Okay. Um. Then I'm trying. Then there was uh, the Sturges. That. If what you're saying about the outskirts of the town is correct, that might be a pressing issue. I think that, that I think that is a very big issue. Um, why don't you and Guilt focus on that one? Okay, and, right. and we'll see if nothing else. We might, if we have the time, we might see about the other two. All right. As you head into go and get the key, you find you find that uh, the councilwoman is already at the door of the town hall unlocking it. She kind of glances around. Oh. Hello. Are you looking to get in here? Oh yeah, we were going to do a little bit more research to, to see if we could possibly find out what might be going on. That's very sensible. Will you be done by tonight? We're having a council meeting. Everyone's invited, yourselves included. We probably will be done by tonight, and if not, we'll definitely finish up before the council meeting because we wouldn't want to interrupt the council meeting just by because we're going through papers. Hmm. Well, at the very least, we'd have to ask you to move off the stage. All right, go ahead and come in. I'm going to be setting up with, up with a few volunteers. And so, as the sun creeps overhead, I would like you to go ahead and roll me a history or investigation check with advantage. Do you speak Verissian by any chance? Um, I do not, but doesn't Kendra speak Verissian? Yep, and I believe guilt does as well. So that will make things easier. Excuse me, Catus interrupt us. It's all good. So, let's see if you can pull up a, a seventh natural 20 here. Okay, you said investigation or history with advantage? Yep, sure did. Okay, investigation, here I come. How about an 18 instead, plus 4 for a 22? I'll forgive you for not rolling a natural <laughs> Alright. My dice are cold, okay? An 18 was the best they could manage at the moment. Alright, let me see how Kendra does. Kendra does okay. And she's, Kendra sits back for a while, and she says, 
I've got a name. Okay. Vance Saitressel, otherwise known as the Lopper. He was a very straightforward killer. When he stopped stalked prey, he would hide in the most unlikely places. Sometimes for days on end with only a few supplies to keep him going while he waited for the exact moment to strike. Once his target was alone, the Lapa would emerge to savagely behead his victim with a hand axe. That was really all there was to him. He was just very good at it. Hey, if you're good, if you're good at what you do, do you really need anything else? There's nothing about fire, though, so I'm not... Still, it's the most... Well, maybe the fire had something to do with what happened at the prison, and it's sort of like an echo or some kind. It could be. Arcane contamination? And that's about the point Guild straightens up and says, I think I found it. Okay. And she holds up a broadsheet with a faded faded portrait on it of a thin man dressed in mismatched clothes. His mouth on a flute as he's playing. The Piper of Ilmarsh. Real name unknown. Before he snatched his victims, the Piper would taunt his targets with a mournful dirge on his flute. He would slip drugs into their meals to paralyze them before he called his pet Sturges and fed them. Yeah, I'm gonna have a few words with this man. He's not... I don't like what he did to me. I am having a few words with this man. I'm seeing a pattern here, Kendra says. These are all horrific serial killers. This is... Given what we know about the prison revolt, there's no way they didn't have a hand in this. No solid answers, though. I'm not seeing a common thread between them. Maybe it might... Well... Hmm. Well, we still have two others. But... What if the Warden's wife... Everyone says she wasn't supposed to be there at the prison, but she was. V and Gaius and the others did pass along that it was her name being written on the statue, most likely. Yeah, I, I found her name uh, when I was looking, I think, yes, yeah, yesterday, uh, when I was looking through the records, and her name began with the with a V and uh, the, the second letter as well, and she's the only one only name I knew of that began like that. So maybe it's hers, or unless there's a um, somebody else with that name, but... <sighs> we just don't know. It's likely her, but why? She... I can look into her if you like. I'll have to go and get lunch from the tavern, but... Well, here's, an afternoon. Here's, here's a question, then. Um, you haven't done your little... Uh, your special uh, skill today, have you? 
The augury? Yeah, that. No, I haven't. Um, why don't we meet up with the others for lunch, and we'll talk and see if the warden's wife is more important, or, or, or see if maybe you could do the augury on if the warden's wife is more important, or the, 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 the last two um, people are more important. Give that a shot. See what the probabilities say. All right. Yeah. When we convene after after the town meeting or before, yeah, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we we're gonna. I think we're gonna meet them for lunch, and we can talk real quick and see if we can do the uh, uh, which which one we should uh, uh, throw the augury on. If it's the warden's wife or if it's the other two, to see which, you know. If, if one, if whatever it is comes up naked, uh, bad, we know to focus on the other one. That's not a bad idea. All right. And now we'll move on to our shopping fair. People, it's odd to see people smiling at you as you move around the square. Bank and Violetta. Contrasted to the uh, uneasy welcome you got a few days ago, eh, the town isn't exactly friendly, but it seems like people are treating you like familiar sights. So that's something. There seem to be four major stores in town. Well, five if you count the unfurling scroll, which is off by itself. The guy said he'd take care of that, and it was wizard stuff, and a few other things which. Probably got tuned out, because guys. So in the town, the town square, there are about four main businesses, which have some goods and services that might be useful. There's the general store, the silk purse, the forge, the forge, and Jominda's apothecary. I think I might go just general store first. Alright. You enter and you're looking at a uh, big room full of sundries with a square block of counters in the middle. One of them's open. And uh, there's a matronly woman, quite stout currently directing three younger girls to running around, dusting things, moving pots and pans about. She kind of looks up as you know, Oh! Oh, hello! And, uh... Is there anything in particular you're looking for? She gestures around to the shop. It's good to finally meet you. We don't often get, uh... Prowler's coming this way, but we've got everything you need for a mod- for a fully stocked kitchen. We have dry goods. We've got, uh, trail uh-huh. rations. We've got rope. We've got <laughs> rope. Gladys, you put that down! One of the younger girls gingerly puts down a, uh, a hatchet. And I wanted to show them- They know what a hatchet is! 
I'm sorry, do you need a hatchet? Mm. Uh, no, not a hatchet. What well, do you uh, need? Yeah. Feel free to have a look around, she says, gesturing about. Uh, looking for a, a large pot or a cauldron, something like that. Oh, we've certainly got those. She bustles back and uh, emerges with a uh, good solid cooking pot. This is top quality cast iron. Dong dong. It'll last you for years if you take proper care of it. Decades even. Mm -hmm. uh, how, how big does it appear? Is it like... Um, she is... Struggling to carry it. It's it's uh, yeah. it's a fairly good sized cauldron. Not oh. huge, but uh, halfling could easily take a bath in it. Okay. And have room left over. Yeah, because effectively at the moment, Bank is looking for what is for them a bedroll. Yeah. <laughs> she smiles and says, yeah. "I could let you have this for six gold." Yeah. yeah, Bank doesn't understand bartering, so yeah, he just pays it. Well, this is going on. Violet, is there anything in particular you're looking for? Are you just browsing? I guess she's just browsing, because I don't really All right. know uh, like what else would be particularly useful right now. A lot of this looks at sundries, so it looks like sundries, though there are tools of all shapes and sizes. There's a healer's kits off to one side with fresh supplies ready to go. It's a well-stocked store, but again, it's kind of, well, this is useful stuff, but a lot of it's situational or useful for like homesteading or right. things, supplies, though there is one thing that catches your eye. Kind of off of, off to one side, standing almost as if it's on guard over the store, is an old suit of full plate armor. Well dusted and polished. Uh, she points at it's it a bit and asks what the story is on that. What's the story on that? Oh, well, my mother was a part of... Uh, the Shining Crusade back in the day, and that's uh, one of their legion plates. Well, our ancestors were a part of the Shining Crusade. My mother, well, she's from she's from Lastwald, so mm, not technically part of the Shining Crusade, but ah, uh, you you understand it. It's a it's a bit of an inheritance, you see. I see. But to tell the truth, she says, it looks like it's probably going to stop here unless uh, one of my daughters uh, does a very foolish thing and takes it in her head to be an adventurer. So I wouldn't mind letting go of it, but it's hard to find anyone who can afford it around here. Mm. It's a good quality plate that's in top-notch condition. The price is um, high.
bank completes his transaction. You are now the proud owner of a cauldron. Nice. Yeah. Uh, There's no need for flight, so he's not interested. Yeah. Now, we were told that we could kind of drop names a little bit if we needed something to help out with our uh, situation here. Yeah, the sheriff told you uh, that uh, he was going to let people know that you might have a line of credit if you needed to buy more than you had money for. Okay. You also, yeah. Yo-Yo also had a 200-gold-piece voucher for uh, the local businesses, which I'm oh, yeah, assuming you handed over. So there's that. Here's the question. Can any of us actually wear that armor? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because I don't think it I can. It would take heavy armor proficiency. I'm going to tell yeah. you right now, rogues do not do that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. A Amy is light to medium. I think barbarians have a bonus if they're not wearing armor <laughs> and then we have a a, a priest and a, a wizard so it's like <laughs> yeah, and the priest yeah i don't the think they've got anyone that can, can even equip the, it so the mm. closest might be bank because i don't know what class they are so no uh, wardens are only light or medium yeah yeah well okay. there we go none yeah. of us have proficiency for it <laughs> oh yeah Jeez. Debating, debating a bit and hitting it. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I was gonna say we head back up soon. <laughs> uh, debating a bit and hitting out. Where to next? <laughs> the apothecary, the forge, the silk purse, or joining guys at the unfurling scroll. <laughs> I'm kind of curious about the apothecary. All right. You head that way, and uh, you, as you approach, you can see that the windows have plants growing through them. It looks to be kind of a series of uh, glass panes with loose bits around the edges to let the plants stretch toward the sun. Makes for a kind of gr kind of vine-covered view, almost. Crestal shards tinkle when a wind chimes as you open the door. And a blonde woman with slightly pointy ears looks up. This is one of the people at the funeral. Yeah, she uh, didn't say much, but she smiles as you approach. Oh, hello there. You've been doing quite a lot. I hear you're quite the talk of the town. Are we? She gestures around at the uh, counters full of herbs, the spice racks full of powders and substances, and says, Oh yes, people come here for medicines all the time, and you're all I hear about. Tell me, did you find anything interesting out on the moors? Uh, was that where we found the cut of blaze? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, a kind of catablius that had been taken down by Sturges. Catablipus? She raises an eye. Those things exude stench that makes one nauseous. I don't believe Sturges would have any natural immunity. That 
Something's very wrong if they're doing that. There's far easier prey out there. They also have quite a lot of blood. Hmm. Oh dear. I guess I'll have to mix up more of the repellent. Hmm. Troublesome. Thank you for this news. I'll have to prioritize a few things. Do you have a way of repelling them? Uh, theoretical. It's a bit theoretical. It's, <laughs> um, I, I haven't acquired a live sturge to test it upon, but it should do the trick. She just is at a workbench off to one side that's covered with scraps and stained with various tinctures. I actually have two doses crafted. And I've had no way to test them. Um, do you believe that you're going to go into a place where Sturges might be possible again anytime soon? I don't think it's particularly unlikely. Oh! Uh, yes. Probably more likely than not. Quick check here. Well... These should probably do the trick. I would ask for about uh, 10 gold a dose, though. Probably last for about an hour or two. Mind you, it's repellent, so... If they're stubborn enough to get through to a catablipus, I'm not sure how good it will work, but it should help. If you're in the market. And if you bring me back testing information, I'll refund you a little bit. How does that sound? That sounds fair. She smiles okay. and uh, stoppers the two bottles. <clears throat> Alright, that'll be 20 gold then. Coin, credit, or coupon? Uh, I do not have enough, so I think we'll have to use the coup the voucher or whatever it was we got. Alright. Use some yep. of the gold from that. Okay. You show her the voucher, she marks off a bit. It's down to 180, and you have two doses of Sturge Repellent. Is there anything else I can get for you? Some healing potions, perhaps? A, an anti-venom? Uh... Uh, you have Some healing nice potions? Perfume? Sorry? Uh, you have healing potions? I do indeed. She goes back into the back, rummages around, and comes out with three red vials. I would have to ask 50 gold apiece, though. Uh, how many was it again? Three. And just like look to be a letter and like still understands that that's a lot <laughs> yeah it would eat up most of your voucher yeah there isn't much demand for these to be honest so if you want to take some time and think about it they're not going anywhere I think mm. we'll do that yeah All right. this is she kind of a group voucher so yeah, she tucks the flower band that keeps her puff of blonde hair in place back a bit, smooths it down, and smiles. Well, is there anything else you're interested in? 
Thank you. All right. Thank you have you. a great day now. Do let me know how that repellent works. We will do so. If we All make right. it back. Repellent. So <laughs> yeah. I came and back and I heard you... I heard, I hope the repellent works, so I'm already very optimistic at <laughs> yeah. what we in anticipate facing. Uh, yeah, Sturge we did repellent. Yeah, two vials of stirred repellent. Stirred repellent. I mean, that's probably wise, considering how many of them we saw out there. Yeah. Alright. As a quick note, I do a bit of a home rule when it comes to potions. If mm. you're just drinking or using a potion on yourself, that only takes a bonus action. Ah, yes. If you're administering one to somebody else, that's a full action. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, you're anyway. holding them down, pouring it down their mouth. <laughs> yep. So, finishing up the the square shopping, do you want to do the forge or the silk pierce next? Or do you want to stop the way you're ahead of your goal? Uh, I'm happy to stop on my head. Yeah. Right, you, take a, you take a brief pause, and we'll head up north to the unfurling scroll. Lovely. Gaius just breathes in. As he steps into the store, instantly you do. lost. And the smells in... of ink and parchment fill mm, your lovely. nose. This, yeah, this is some a farmhouse that somebody has converted into their personal library. This is one of those bookstores that exists pretty much just as a room for somebody to hold their books, and occasionally they'll dine to sell one. And uh, you're look, and you're looking across the way at a middle-aged human. He's uh, got a proper wizardly beard, but he's wearing pretty much a, a suit of a suit, a vest with arm garters, holding his sleeves up. A pair of little square spectacles perched on his nose. Thinning hair as he looks up and squints at you. Mm. I was wondering when you'd be stopping by. Yes, as a scholarly type, sir. Well, you know, you can tell when a kindred spirit is in town. I suppose most of the people in the village like this don't have a... don't really have the appreciation for the finer aspects of life. And might I say, you have a lovely collection on display here. As soon as I stepped through the door, I was carried back to the university. He Gaius smiles with again. He smiles with tight pride. I don't often get to talk shop. Lorimore wasn't arse who didn't know the first thing about Rerikin's th philosophy. Oh, Rerikin's philosophy? Uh, you know, I tried to engage him on it a few times and never was one to hear it. Didn't buy into it. <laughs> Believed that the seventh vestibule was the clip-off. I tell you that. <laughs> Nonsense. Uh, regardless... Lorimore was learned in his own ways, but you know what they say, even the best of us make mistakes. Well, he took that one to the grave, I suppose. He sighs. Won't deny I'll miss him. Regardless, life goes on. In any case, uh, my name is Alindrew Gorvan. I am the local tutor for reading, writing, arithmetic, and beginning magical theory. Gaius Ravain. Yeah. But I don't expect but I don't expect you need any of that. 
It's nice to know somebody's uh, making sure the children of this little village have a future, at least. But no, I think I'm quite uh, set as far as those go. So I expect you having a sword at your waist means that you're one of the uh, fellows who believes that they can make a some sort of career out of rushing headfirst into danger. Well, I've got a few things that might interest you. He points yes, to the glass case. Into danger. More about a quest thirst for knowledge, I'm sure you understand. Hmm. I'll call it what you want. He points at a glass case that displays two crossed wands and a number of scroll cases. Oh? Oh, quite a selection here. Well, so you're probably, I'm going to tell you right now, you probably can't afford most of it. Although, some of the scrolls you might be able to. Well, just so happens, the town might be sponsoring our expedition, so maybe I can have some of these things on credit, eh? Gaius winks, nudges him. I don't suppose you get a lot of business... In a town like this, surely you'd be jumping at the chance. He raises an eyebrow, and you can roll me either an insight or a persuasion. With advantage, because you've been buttering him up. I will go for an insight for sure, because I actually have some wisdom. So let's do that. Roll 1d20 plus 1. Come on, roll 20. <laughs> 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 oh, the talker fails! With advantage, remember. With yes, advantage. with advantage. So again, try again. Ten. <laughs> For those listening, the first roll was a four. <laughs> you mentioned credit, and a number of emotions play across his face. Ah, uh, then he sighs. Uh, I followed one simple rule throughout my life, and it that's never to extend credit to folks who might be dead the next day or on. Six, six towns away. That said, if you tell me what you're looking for, we might be able to come to some accord, though you are. By all accounts, stacked up in the lower more household, and there are a few things there that I'm sure his daughter doesn't have need of anymore. Indeed, uh, tell there's some... disguise, perhaps. That's uh, uh, useful, I suppose, but mm, what I use it for... And it just sit on the shelf. I'm thinking more of rare books. Or perhaps his notes. Well, uh, normally, normally I'd berate you for suggesting I, uh, squirrel away some of Professor Laura Moore's Oh, no, no, no. I'm sure you can talk his daughter out of it legally. I am, of course, probably the only person aside from Kendra in that house who knows the real value of those books, so... Sure. If you tell me uh, exactly what you might be interested in, and Gaius begins to run off the title, run through the titles of some of the books he's found just to whet the man's appetite. All right. Now, here's a question. Are you sticking to the books in Lorimore's study, or are you talking about the forbidden books that were specifically in Lorimore's request for you to return to the universe. Gaius will not mention those, okay. but he'll just sort of rattle off a few titles of the books in the study. Uh, you know, right. those Fundamentals of Magic, Volume 3. I'm sure you're intimately familiar with that mm. one. But this was a first edition 
Roll me either an arcana or a history there, guys. You're about the same, so... Nat 20 again. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Even so when I tonight. roll in right. something I'm good at, I get that twist. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about right for Gaius. <laughs> the man doesn't have the poker face that he thinks he does, and when you mention a couple of titles, you see his eyes dance with greed. And finally... And though he tries to bargain you down... He can't hide his, uh, he, he doesn't object for too long. There's one or two rare titles in there, and he wants them. Mm, yes, Revalia's Tree Ties on Conjuration. Yes, uh, <sighs> I know that one's got your eyes afire. Ah, damn it. Yeah, Revalia just didn't do enough. It's, it's not enough out there. All right, fine. I'll tell you what. For that book, I'll throw in three first-level spells of your choice. I can, I've got mo can get my hands on most anything that you can want of that level. Wands, have or, you got any wands? Da, da, da. No, no, I'm getting to that. And also, since you know what you're sitting on, I've got a wand that will allow somebody to enhance dexterity. I've got a wand that will slow enemies. But I think I think I know that look in your eyes. I think you want something more. And I've got something that you might find interesting that I don't show to you just anyone. And I'll wand. deny it if you tell anyone about it. He slides open a drawer and pulls out a solid leather-bound book. Ooh, Gaius immediately. And as he lets you flip through it, you see diagrams of anatomy. You see chemical formulae. You see drawings of flesh stitched together, and you realize that this book would let an arcane practitioner who gathers the requisite ingredients create a golem made of flesh. My good sir, this is this is a manual of flesh golems of all the things in a small backwater. And you also notice himself babbling like a schoolboy. You also notice that emblazoned within the cover in a plate that looks impossible to remove without ruining it, is notice that the book is the property of one Montagne Crowl of Leppenstadt. You know that name. That's a professor in the University of Leppenstadt. Uh, the Your academic background means you don't have to rule it. This book was most certainly stolen. I know he... I knew he had a manual of flesh golems. Whenever I quizzed him about it, it was sort of evasive after time. And then finally, he said someone had made off with the... Th you know what? I'm not going to throw accusations around. In fact, I don't think the I'm professor... I'm sure I don't won't... know what you're talking about. Exactly, says Gaius. So, let's make a deal then. 
Three scrolls. You can forget the wands, although I do appreciate a good wand. And the manual of flesh golems. And I'll, uh, well, I'll convince Lady Kendra that maybe that Revalia's treatise on conjuration would have a much better home here at the Unfurling Scroll in the possession of a man who could appreciate it. He smiles. Bring me that book. And this manual is yours. Along with the scrolls, just tell me what spells you're looking for. And I'll have them ready for you. He shuts the book and puts it back into the drawer. I'll place an order right now, then, says Gaius. Any spell? Uh, doesn't matter the type of practitioner. We're talking divine magic, too, or just arcane? I, well, it has to be arcane. I, I don't muck with divine stuff. That's the Father Grimbarrow's business. Thought so. Well, in that case, I'll simply ask uh, if you... Has to be a wizard. Me... Has to be a wizard spell, too, of course. I'm not barred anything silly like that. I'll take uh, one. I'll take one scroll of Thunderwave and two scrolls of Shield, if you don't mind. I'll have them ready for you. Very well then. I shall return after the town meeting tonight, book in hand. Gaius smiles broadly. You. you take care of yourself, good friend. Gaius All says right. as he turns to leave. And that's the morning. A lot of you reconvene in the town square, probably to have a lunch. Either the Laughing Demon or with Yo-Yo cooking, you go. But you are all together once more. Hey, hey, hey. She, uh, Amy, runs over and tugs on, on, on Yo-Yo's arm. We found enough. We found two more. We found two more. Oh. And now, one of the things that we could do is, um, talking with Lady Kendra is in the afternoon we could either focus on the warden's wife the one who wasn't supposed to be at the prison or we could focus on the other two um, uh, uh, big prisoners so which one do you think she should do in Augury to figure out if we should focus on them his wife was named directly on the statue but on the other hand, Gaius thinks for a moment, he folds his hands together, he says, I I think the wife might be the more fruitful endeavor, but I'm willing to leave it open to whatever you think. I, I intend to spend the afternoon going through the rest of those books in Professor Lorimore's study, see if there's any more last dregs of information I can squeeze out of them before we march to almost certain death down there in Harrowstone. Oh, it's not certain death there. I'm pretty sure it is death. It's gonna be fun. Fun, yes. Uh, a mystery to solve. Uh, we'll agree that there's something down there, at least. So Kendra should see if the uh, the warden's wife is important to do research on, right? I think it, that would be a good idea. And if she is, then, well, I'll scour all the records for any mention of her name. 
Amy looks around at uh, uh, everybody else to see if they're of the same mind because it's like she's not going to make this full decision based just on what Gaius is saying. So <laughs> she remembers what happened last night when his uh, um, talking and mouth got him in serious trouble. <laughs> Very wise. So it looks like you got people muted. <laughs> Yo, good friend, you're level-headed. Uh, you usually have reasonable ideas. Are we barking up the wrong tree, my good friend? Gaia says as he shovels some of Yo-Yo's cooking into his mouth. I'm not sure. Violetta, bank? Surely you're not going to let uh, Amy decide purely based on me. I mean, you know, I am knowledgeable on these things, but last time we did that, Yo-Yo ended up on the floor, and I ended up with my body hijacked. And he wasn't a very nice hijacker either. Very no, rude, well, I certainly mean... not. Left his body over odor all over my robes. Gaius sniffs at his hemline. I really don't think what else to do. I feel like there's yeah. so many possible directions that things could go. And I think that trying I think we've just got to go and see what's going on. I think there's somebody there amassing the dead. Unfortunately, professionally, that's all I need to know. Fair enough. Well, based on that, I'd say Warden's wife's name was on the statue. She's probably as good a lead as any. And we're running out of time, so we'd best take the most promising leads that have dropped fallen right into our lap shall we okay and but oh by the way here here's what's uh, uh going on with the other two or the two that we found out and amy will proceed to babble about uh, um the piper of Ilmarsh and the lopper were you here when she, we found that or do you need a recap was not all right the lopper was a very straightforward serial killer he would hide Antoine Selassie. He would hide in the most unlikely of places, sometimes for days on end, waiting for his targets to be at their most vulnerable. Eating food, pissing into jars, and then bursting out and beheading them with a hatchet. Yeah, sounds pretty straightforward to me. Uh, clearly didn't have a head for subtlety. Ugh, dreadful. Dreadful. If you're going to devote your life to an art, at least learn to appreciate it. You know what I mean? I think he did. I mean, if he's, you know, hiding and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, then, you know, I'd say that's pretty devoted. Yeah, if you're going Suck to put it. all that effort in, at least do things more memorable. <laughs> well, the second serial killer definitely was more memorable. The Piper of Ilmarsh. Real name unknown. 
Now, see, now this one he I'm going to He was a man who would serenade his victims, taunting them with a the dirge before getting to work. He would slip drugs into their food to paralyze them, and once they were unable to move, he would call in his pet Sturgis, and they would feed. See, there is music in song. Well aware of this, those dirges we met outside of town, I'm going to guess uh, his purview. So he glances over at Violetta and he says, I see that bottle in your hand there. I presume that's, that's sturge repellent. Probably a good idea. That's what we were told. All right. And, and so... Afternoon actions. Is there anything more you'd like to do? Or would you like to rest and regroup until the nightfall and the council meeting? Gaius will spend his afternoon sequestered away in the study, trying to squeeze every last drop of information out of the books that remains and longingly gazing at that Revalier conjuration tree ties, waiting for the perfect opportunity to ask Kendra to impress right. upon her his need to have it. Well, Kendra's moving between the house and the study, so if you want to broach the topic to her, you certainly good. We'll Lady Kendra. Yep. We'll get to that. Amy, what you doing? Um, well, first, uh, at lunch, she's going to ask Kendra to do the augury to see if uh, um, it's better to focus on the warden's wife or try to find about the other two serial killers she casts the cards and it comes up wheel and woe it looks like whichever way we go they'll be good and bad okay so essentially we need we sort of need information about both of them but everyone says that the wife the warden's wife is a bit more important at this point well if you want to if you want me I can research that or you can focus on that and I can take somebody else um let's see you might be able to find out more about her because I don't know much I don't know where much about her would be found All right. but we know where we might be able to find more about the other two let me think what other ones were there what was the other dreams um, Gilbert bloody man with knife. I was being bodiless and being attacked. Somebody was breaking heads. Okay, maybe we maybe we can focus on that one. And if we happen to find who the who the fifth one is, just by uh, um, you know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, being friends and everything, or being in, in the same group, then we maybe we can find something about him too. But I'll, I'll see if I think I'm going to ask the sheriff if he might know uh, where to um, where in the records to best look because we did find in a couple spots. Um, so that's if nothing else, I'll, I'll try to remember where we found those records. Right. So we'll get to that. So you're researching one of the prisoners. Yep, researching and one of the prisoners. You're sending Kendra to look at the wife. Yep. All right. Okay. Yeah, uh, Violetta, what you got? Any afternoon plans? Um, 
Not that I can really think of. Alright. Well, let me ask this. Would you and Bank like to finish the circuit of the last two stores? Uh, what were the last two again? There was something called the Silk Purse, and there was the Forge. I guess we might as well. At least I might as well. Okay. Mm. Eh, you're here. You've got coupons. What the hell? <laughs> All right. Well, begin with Gaius this time, and a quick uh, persuasion check with Lady Kendra. Lady, Lady Kendra, uh, mm-hmm. if you have a moment. Uh, briefly, she says, juggling an armful of scrolls and an old ledger. I don't want to hold you up. I've got a lot of research to do in the study. A few more of those books to catalogue. Uh, but I noticed your father's got a first edition uh, of Revelier's Treatise on Conjuring. Uh, oh, that old thing. Yeah. Yes, I noticed it hasn't been particularly well read. It looks like it's sort of been neglected at the back of the study. Uh, I was wondering, look, uh, I know your... I know your your interest is in divination, not necessarily conjuration, so you wouldn't be getting much use out of it, I would hazard a guess. Hmm. And what did you roll on persuasion? Well, Gaius will roll on his persuasion, but he will also state that he will also broach the topic of paying for the book if that would uh you know, if she's more agreeable to that. But that will be... Watch this be a net one, because I'm not good at persuasion. <laughs> it's a six. Uh, I will spend the inspiration point that I do have, though. All right. To re-roll that. And end up with one <laughs> <laughs> She frowns as you work through it and says, I... To tell the truth, he's got an awful lot of books. I don't really know what's rare or not. I, I'm, I was going to time and assess and research things before things got complicated. Um, well, it's not that it's especially rare. It's just, well, I thought as a scholar in your own right, you would feel better if it were in the hands of someone who appreciated it. And I'm not a rich man by any means, but I'd be willing to compensate you tell you what, uh, let's get through this business with uh, the crisis affecting the town, and uh, perhaps there's perhaps you can compensate me with, I don't know, maybe the prison had a, like a payroll hidden away somewhere or something. Yeah. I'm sure there's treasures in there. Well, look, to tell you the truth, I was wondering if maybe you'd allow me to take possession of it now you know i figure there's not a lot of time before the town meeting before we leave and Mm. there might be you know it's good to brush up on fundamentals knowing a little bit about about conjuration might be handy you know for making things disappear and appear in a place where there's ghosts running amok draw me a deception check there guys deception check (laughs) equally good at these No, Gaius is, it's written on his face. He's trying his best to, you know, 
make it seem as if he needs this book, but it's very obvious that notice, he has ulterior that, motives. That's about the point you notice, Guy, at this, that you maybe pushed things a bit too far. You, like, followed her through the house as she's collecting things. And up to the door, as it's obvious, she's trying to get away, and she, and she is squinting at you kind of a bit. Then she goes, and she takes the book off the shelf and slides it into her satchel. I'll keep that in mind. And I'll prioritize looking into this book when I've got a little more time. Thank you, Mr. Guys. And she looks <laughs> Gaius will return to the study dejected and begin going through the books that remain, trying right. to squeeze out any information he can about Harrowstone itself, its possible layout, anything to that he could reasonably expect Absolutely. to find within. The study has been pretty well milked, so I'm going to set the DC a little higher here. Go ahead and give me a history check. History check? Or investigation. We'll do history, because Gaius is good at history. Well, we're now no rolling good. The DC's going to be eight. Yeah, sorry, not the DC. Off and foiled. Your chance at a very powerful book being seemingly taken from your grasp. You can't focus on the study. All right. Next up. We'll go with Amy. I'll make this simple. You were researching... There are two prisoners left. You want to delve into the unknown or go with Guildstream? Uh, um, we're going to go with uh, uh, Guild Guildstream, so we're going to research uh, Gallagher here. Alright. Gallagher. Yeah, it works. And, you, like I said, I've found we found reference to two of the prisoners already in a general area um would it be safe to assume that the other prisoners might be in that same area uh you're already getting advantage from uh guild helping you oh okay so go ahead and roll history investigation let's see how we do all right here we go um, that is a 12 total. Uh, I rolled a 2 and an 8. Not, not enough. You go combing, but the records are scattered. With more time, you could maybe do something. Kendra, meanwhile, reports to you. I've looked into Visoriana Hochren. She was a, uh... Actually, a former nun of Verasma, before she left the cloth to marry her husband. That said, that said there's not much on her, save that she was uh, a patron to the town. She did her best to see that the prisoners were humanely treated. It does mention that she and her husband lived on the grounds of the prison. They had a house outside the complex, but within with the walls. That said, there's not a lot more information. By all by all reports, she was a compassionate and good soul. Hmm. Maybe that might be why the 
you know, if she's um, uh, if she's a good if she was a good soul, and then the fire happened and the riot, maybe that's why uh, uh, the splatter man's targeting her. Kendra shrugs. I couldn't say. Let's see. What was Yo-Yo doing again? Did he? Uh, he was he was baking, wasn't he? That's right. Basically, yeah. He, he, <laughs> um, until he had a clear direction. Um, He's playing bake. guessing games isn't his strong suit. All right. Since you've had two shifts to work on this. Give me a uh, cooking proficiency roll using wisdom with advantage. About to march off into certain death, Yo-Yo bakes to get into the frame of mind for such a... He's a halfling, man. You gotta be fortified to do this kind of stuff. Um, okay... And I guess I have to roll the next one. A dirty 20. Dirty 20. You almost burned the snickerdoodles. Almost. With a dirty 20? No, that's the first one. The first oh. roll. Oh. But you managed to rally. You've put together a heroic effort. You go to war for those little cinnamon cookies and yo-yo by the time you're done. <laughs> the, the, bat, the large batch is ready for mass consumption. These are some of the finest pastries you have ever baked. The problem is that he's not really very well suited to social endeavors and they're basically going to a meeting about ghosts and hauntings and supernatural and so he's got all these little cookies with headless horsemen and ghosts and and it, it it's all very 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 creepy because he could have made them jolly like Casper <coughs> but, but he, he didn't. didn't he 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 said Beetlejuice three times it's just, <laughs> it's just a disaster. <laughs> the kids will love them. <laughs> hey, in this place, creepy is in. Yeah, that's a good point. This is Ishtalab. Maybe they'll just think, oh, it's just like Mother used to make. <laughs> oh, it's Grandmother's recipe. And Daddy's uh, sculpting. <laughs> Okay. See, I told you one day you'd find a place where they'd actually appreciate your craft, friend. And then we come to Bank and Violetta. The Forge and the Silk Purse are the last shops in town that you haven't breached. So, which would you like to hit first? Oh, so, sorry, I was supposed to mention it. Bank's actually uh, going to do something else, so... Oh, okay. Yes. What's the plan? Uh, they're basically going to spend some time and sort of just like somewhat sort of like wander the outskirts, just seeing like I guess like making sure like 
there aren't any Sturges or anything nearby, like... Okay. Sounds good, give me a perception. Yeah, give me a perception check. A lot of stuff's been coming up about Sturges. Where is it? There it is. It just finally ended. That's still 17. Ah. You do Three notice, unfortunately, over <laughs> that there's a bit more wildlife in town on the eastern side of things. And with a growing certainty, you're sure the Sturges are gathering to the point that they're starting to push game in to get away from it. The fact that the animals are still here means that uh, they don't sense danger here now, but you're pretty sure it's coming. The other thing that happens as you patrol the town and, you know, wipe more grit off of the dog, his mm. name is Somebodies, by the way. That's his actual name, is Somebodies. Yeah. You're wandering around at noon. You're, when the when the when several ki you hear several kids playing a skipping rope game, and you think nothing of it as they sing rhymes and do the rope the rope twitches until you start hearing the words as you pass. Put her body on the bed. Take a knife and lop her head. Watch the blood come out the pipe. Feeds the sturge so nice and ripe. Drops of red so sparkly bright. Splatters spells her name just right. With the hammer killed his wife. Now he wants to claim your life. Trixie father tells a lie. Listen closer, you will die. Well, that's not unsettling. Honestly, it's probably not in the most top ten of creepy used to love skipping rope rhymes they've heard. But if you talk to Amy, she may know a couple creepier. <laughs> Still not great. Violetta, what would you like to do this afternoon? Would you like to do the store tour, or would you like to uh, do something else? Uh. I guess I'll go to the shops because I don't really know. That's fair. When and out, go shopping. Alright. Oh, I should also mention something. At the session that you weren't here, they raided the cemetery and found a cache with a crap ton of magical arrows. Yeah. So at some point, somebody should probably end crossbow bolts. So at some point, somebody might want to put up a list of what you got. I've got yeah. a list. We got a list on uh, Google Docs. Um, I am 
uh, going yeah. to be sharing it in the chat. All right. At any rate. Oh, okay. Go. So you know when to get a second look through. But all right. Yeah. So we'll start you off with the, with the forge. And uh, most of these you would expect to be in to be open air in a town like this, you know. This one isn't. This one is fully enclosed in stone and with a low threshold to the door, which is easily explained when you walk in and see the dwarf working across the way. The sound of the ha hammer hitting the anvil is almost overwhelming in this. And the uh, dwarven lady with her graying hair tucked back into two thick braids kind of looks back at you. Ah! Welcome. Afshan. Name's Jorfa. What's yours? Uh, Violetta. Yeah, alright. Tang. 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 You're to drool on the armor, or are you actually going to buy something? Uh, well. <laughs> Just having a look for starters. It's your dime. It won't, no, it's your silver, she says. No rush. Doing a quick browse. It's fairly good work. You've seen the equivalent in bigger cities. This is, uh, not what you expect to find in a small heart farming hamlet. There's also Pretty a couple impressive. of, uh, there's also a couple of obviously elven things that you see up on the wall. Sealed to the plaques with chains. A, uh, small shield and a rapier. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, not much to say. Uh, I do good work. I'd say so. So what's your weapon of choice? Uh, daggers mostly. Short sword. Mm, all right. She leaves off the hammering, walk, douses a, the hoe she's working on with a in a trough. Leaves it there when she comes back with a couple of blades. Fairly well used. Well, if you need more, you can check the balance. Uh, she does. Good. It's solid. Most of these are pretty well used. They've got nicks. All different makes. She folds her hands. I mostly buy things that come through for weapons. There's not a huge lot of call beyond the basics around here. In case Is that how you ended up with those? And she points at the elven stuff. Yeah, that's the magical shit. Got no clue what they do, but uh, if you want them, two fifty apiece. Hmm. It's a bit steep for me right now, but I'll definitely keep it in mind. All right. No rush. You know where I am. If you want anything good, solid, I can, I can tell you. Anything I don't make, I test. She picks up the short sword, bangs it on the counter a few times. <laughs> Flat the big, holds up. Dwing. Know how to use them, too. Yeah. I believe you. Come, come back anytime. See ya. 
The Silk Purse. The name doesn't give it you much to work with. The building is set up as one of the sturdiest places in town. There's bars on the windows, and it's an actual all-stone building. Heading inside, you're walking past a couple of uh, guards wearing studded leather and just giving you the eye. And, uh, you're looking into, you're looking into a room with kind of a, uh, cage around it. You're in the cage, which gives you a moment of panic. And then you see two counters set up on opposite ends with a couple of, uh, older humans working. One man, one woman. One looks up. Oh. Hey there. Uh, hello. Well, uh, don't know if you've come to the right place, but uh, you just having a look around? Uh, yeah, that's right. You want to explain to her? Yeah, I can. It's about time for my lunch anyway. He slides open the cage, walks through. Don't mind the security. It's pretty tight. So, yeah. So, we're, we're basically what you call a farmer's trust. We're the closest thing to a bank around here. We uh, handle land loans and uh, loans for other reasons than property. Things like that. Farmer needs a seed okay. crop and afford it. We handle that kind of thing. That said, we also act as an informal mm, pawn business. Sometimes folks have collateral that they put up instead of co to verify loans. So if you'd like to browse through any knickknacks, that's something that you outsiders probably be have more use for. That is more what I'm uh, looking for at the moment. Great. That's her counter. I'm going to lunch. He grins at you and heads out. <laughs> the older woman puts down the jeweler's loop that she's working with, slides aside a small crystal and says, Fuck, we're then and starts pulling out drawers that you can see from the cage. And most of it is curios and knickknacks, and there, there's like a an old lamp in the al style. There's a bottle that... There's a bottle that's in the shape of a vampire, long cloak trailing. There's an assortment of crystals, a couple of carved figurines... And uh, one piece of jewelry has its own case. She taps that one. This is a ring that'll make you light as a feather when you're falling. Well, not now. Mm-hmm. 250 gold and you can walk out of here with it. Well, I'll definitely keep that in mind. She smiles. Uh, that's the only magical thing I, I think we have in stock at the minute. Of course, well, we used to have other weapons and things, but the forge. 
buys most of those, most of the good ones. I mean, if you're looking for things more exotic, she holds up like a dagger that's been carved from like a single piece of antler with the like three jagged blades sticking out very mall ninja style. I see. It's a good wall decoration if you got a wall. Uh, for now at the moment. Um, All right. Well, think about the ring, and if there's anything else that catches your eye, maybe a pair of golden duck salt shakers. Eh? <laughs> right, I don't have much to put in them at the moment, but. Fair enough. All right. You know, you know where we are. That I do. Take care. All right. And with that. You reconvene, and the night of the town council meeting comes. I couldn't find anything. Sorry. Kendra relates what she found about the wife. Yeah, former member of the clergy before she fell in love. Which... Some, some denominations support that, some don't, but I don't really don't know the specifics, so... Gaius shakes his head. These these books are getting information about Harrowstone. It's like getting blood out of a rock. Completely exhausted. I think we have burned through most of the available literature, says Kendra. We could keep digging, but I'm not sure that... Well, it's up to you. No, I think quite at this a lot point it's like... Using... Go ahead, Yo-Yo. Well, it's conversation, but it's just basic logic. I mean, you'd be talking many dozens of gallons of blood from a rock. I mean, they're large enough to pick up elephants, after all. It's just not taking. It's like trying to trying to harvest a field, only the field's been burnt and bloody well salted. I think Lady Kendra's right. There's no use trying to... No use wasting our time with these books. It's time for action. Okay. Would you like another cookie? Yes, please. Guys, reaches out, takes it, munches away quietly in the corner. That's a really good <laughs> snickerdoodle. You'll notice that I made about a dozen of them that look just like you. Oh, you're right there. That... Oh, that, that chocolate chip is... Is my eye really that... Big Gaius thoughtfully takes another bite. Amy stares right at Gaius as she chomps the head off. Gaius just shrugs and says, "The crunch well, seems to echo." I'm glad you think I'm tasty because Yo-Yo's cooking is generally pretty good. And Gaius then proceeds to bite his own head off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Are you going to tell the rest of us about the nursery rhyme you heard? Uh, once it gets back, probably, yeah. Oh yeah, you are reconvened. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to make sure it's just so that way it's not like, oh yeah, Banks heard this song, now everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, it, it starts with the, um, the, like, the, uh, the noticing, like, all the animals seem to be pushing in from the east, so it's like, okay, the Sturges are probably out that way, and then like, oh, and also just this weird kid song. <laughs> Well, that sort of sounds like a little bit about the, the 
bad guys. I mean, talking about you know the the song and the the name and the blood and, and uh, um the uh, uh what is it the, the there was one. There was something about uh, uh, lopping your heads off or something? Mm, 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 yes, chopping. Chopping, indeed. Mm. So that means the false father uh, uh, is one of them. And we said the more he talks, uh, uh, you, if, you, uh, if you listen as he talks, you end up dead or something like that. And then the, the, the other one about smashing his wife's head with a hammer, maybe? Maybe that's the, uh, the one that uh, 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 Gilded Lily dreamed of. But at least, you know, we have an idea of who they are, even if we don't know everything about them. That might be what we have to settle for, Saskindra. I'm not sure. It's better than nothing. And we add on that they're ghosts and can do all the normal ghostly sort of things, and we've got a fairly rough idea what we're dealing with. Some kind of undead. That was definitely a ghostly possession that hit you sure of it so that means you're gonna be wearing a muzzle when we go into the prison right we don't want you to uh, be possessed again because you opened your mouth and talked right I'd rather not yeah, what tend to hinder spell casting well yeah Amy said that with a completely serious look like this is the only way we're gonna protect you is if you as you quiet you've reached the town hall the converted range is a light the upper windows blazing with the light from within people are collecting outside and filing and there's most of the town it's adults here at least about 60 people are pushed into the are pushed into the room the long room that the benches have been set out on looks like so the counselors are up on stage some you recognize and some you don't the now, sheriff is we... sitting there shuffling back and forth collecting his note before you what before we go in, everyone, I just want to say, if they level any questions about the arcane arts, you defer to me, let me do the talking, otherwise, uh, I think I've, uh, I think you've all, uh, proven that you're better off, uh, explaining our current situation than I am. Right, if they talk, they start asking questions about magic, stomp on your foot so you don't talk. Got it. Yo-Yo is going to pass um, Gaius a picture, a, a cookie. It was carefully hand-sculpted of a rug being beaten by the, with a rug, by a rug beater. <laughs> You're never going to live that down. Gaius it took just, some work to get the handle on there securely enough. Just Gaius just rolls his eyes as he takes it and he says, And uh, any questions about living carpets? suppose I'll field those ones too. As you push into the room, following the townsfolk, you can feel the mood in here is bad. A lot of them look restless. A lot of them have bags under their eyes. A lot of them look exhausted. I think we're not the only ones who've been having bad dreams. They're talking, the mood, you can almost palpably feel the dread in the air. Right, there's only one thing for this. And Amy straightens her dress so it sparkles nicely, straightens her bow, the slight bow in her hair, makes sure her her uh, uh, pot shield is all on her arm and she's got her stick mace at her waist and she just goes marching up to the front like she is going to protect 
everybody. And she stops in front of the stage, turns, and is like, Yes, here I am. I am here to protect you all. Hmm. All right. So you're up there and ready to talk. All right. Yeah. Is I've... anyone else heading that way? Would somebody like to go somewhere else in the crowd? Gaius will follow Amy, and as he follows her, he snaps his finger, prestigitating a little flame on the end of his thumb, which he uses to light a pipe containing a very noxious-smelling liquid, that he, very noxious-smelling herb that he slides into his mouth. He immediately coughs. <coughs> Clearly not a regular smoker right. of anything, but trying to make himself look respectable. Immediately walking to a packed room and lighting a foul-smelling pipe. Pete Gaius. All right. <laughs> yo, yo. Are you happy blending in with the crowd, or would you like to go up front? Well, yo, yo. I mean, it's not a matter of blending. He's, he's shorter than most people's kneecaps. He gets to the little stairs going up to the place where everybody is and he can't get up the stairs the stairs each step probably comes up to his nipple and so he's just sort of looking at them and sighing and just sort of fidgeting down by the front of the stage that's where amy is standing she's not up on the stage she's like in the just in the front there so everybody can see but he is also in the front okay violetta world's worst crowd control unit on the upside, <laughs> on the upside, this lets you hand out snickerdoodles with e and other cookies with ease, and there's a lot of murmuring, and people are slowly taking them. The mood seems to ease a bit. Violetta, where are you gonna be? Uh, she's gonna be staying towards the back of the crowd. All right, Bank, where are you gonna be? Uh, probably just yeah, in the back, we're just sort of mingling. All right, two in the back, three up front. Kendra and uh, Guild begged off. They needed some rest after studying sword. Okay, in that case, Amy is going to take the ribbon from uh, Gilded Lily's uh, weapon, and she's going to look around and see who might want uh, um, a bit a bit extra on their weapon this time, and she'll ask if somebody would like a little bit extra on their weapon, make it extra special. Does anybody want a plus one magic weapon? <laughs> Because that's what she's offering. I don't think they realize that it's a plus one magic item. I think that they think that there's going to be a little girl who's going to scribble on their weapon with a crayon and then dress it up with some glitter and ribbons. Well, if nobody takes it, then Amy's going to tie the uh, the special ribbon around her mace. Or her stick. Gaius briefly considers it, but he's not sure whether he trusts her magic near any of his possessions so he keeps his hand tight on the hilt of his sword to guard it from any wandering hands all right and finally as the crowd murmurs looks to each other and the crunching of cookies fills the air counselor hearthmont steps forward the older distinguished man with a sizable beer gut and uh walking stick <clears throat> I'm going to call the uh, this meeting of the town of Raven Grove to order I would like to ask us to begin Sheriff Benjamin shut the doors if you would yes sir goes back there and takes care of it 
as you're all aware, we've been experiencing some troublesome times here in Raven Grow, and... And that's about the point the crowd starts calling out, A man keeps chasing me in my dreams! The, the Sturges, the Sturges everywhere, you can hear them at night! Somebody keeps fucking up the statue! And, uh, well, yes, 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 yes. Right. <clears throat> we have been looking into it. We have not been idle. He shakes his walking stick. And, in fact, some of our, some of the visitors to our fair town, um, acquaintances of the dear departed Professor Lormore, have come to aid us. And he gestures at the three in front of the stage. Amy takes a polite curtsy. And I'd like everyone up the front to go ahead and make me a quick uh, charisma check. Just for all charisma. Okay. <laughs> I see here. Oh, 16. Okay. So Gaius straddles the pipe in his lips and it's noxious smelling and he doesn't look particularly dignified doing it. But Yo-Yo would recognize that this is Gaius in scholarly lecture mode. He's... Doing he's being serious for once, and the pipe is his, you know, the thing he puts in his mouth to ensure that he doesn't speak right. out of turn. Yeah, right. yeah, thank you. But it also adds an air of, it also adds an air of credibility and mystique to him, or so he thinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would actually characterize this as um, bombastic pomposity, but with footnotes. Right. How did Yo-Yo, <laughs> how did Yo-Yo go? Um, you, you, you think people can see him, huh? Okay, well... well what did I the dice say? Gonna, uh... This is why we roll dice, compadre. Uh, 12. Alright. Yo, yo. Oh, actually, if it's a charisma check, is that the same as a charisma saving throw? No. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a 12. <laughs> Alright. I will give you advantage on this since he passed out cookies. Oh, okay. This is a small town. They do love their pastries. Well, I'm going to stick with the 12. All right. How'd Amy do? <laughs> um, I rolled a 14 on the dice, and I have a charisma modifier of 2. So is that a 16, or is it just a 14? It is absolutely a 16. Okay. And All right, Gaius so she is the 15 so, after subtracting one from his 16. A so. Amy is up there and she is imitating her uh, her uh, father. She's standing bravely and proudly and she's trying to be much taller than she actually is. Just because yes, I can do this. I will protect all of you just like my daddy did. And you see uh, a fair amount of just amount of discussion there's a couple of smirks at amy that kind of fade as the innkeeper who you saved from a carpet runs up and speak mutters sharply to them there's a few of the older men that yo-yo was talking about his home remedies with nodding that nodding at him and uh, a few of the folks that were at the statue and guys did his ritual are just whispering back and forth and you hear the word real words real wizard being bandied about and the crowd generally murmurs. The mood seems to ease a bit. Gaius waves his hand using prestigitation to make the smoke come out of the pipe a deep blue color just to yes. impress them. 
We are working on it and taking all good care. In fact, we have inst recently instructed the sheriff that we will be putting a guard full-time up on the statue until... Whoever, whatever is doing this can be identified and dealt with. We are also... I'm just going to come out and say it. Says, uh, the Russian lady... Shonda. Shonda was her name, maybe. You're, she's the one who unlocked the town hall for it. I'm just going to come out and say it. So Shonda, it's Harrowstone. It's a problem, and we're finally going to have to deal with it. Big murmurs, then. A lot of, That place is cursed! Cursed! Are you crazy? No good come ever storming up that place. But people are barking back, It's probably been stirred up. That's why the statue's getting messed with. It's obvious, really. There's a lot of hubbub, but it eventually dies down. And there, and therefore, says Chandra, clapping her clients for attention. Therefore, we've decided to ac ask the visitors to our fair town to go to Harrowstone and why go to Harrowstone? The windows shake. Amy's mace is instantly in her hand and the shield is out like she's the ready to take it on. The crowd parts. And Gaius there's Hesperus Gibbs grinning in the middle of it, his eyes white and blank as he roars in a voice you've never heard before. When Harrowstone can come to yet! That's when the windows explode inward and skulls surrounded by flames rush in. Fiery skulls have just burst through the windows of the Grange. The town hall is starting to burn as they leave flames in their wake. And there are four of them hovering over the crowd, peering down at you. Mouths open. Gaius, what you doing? So Gaius's sword is already in his hand. The moment Gibbs walked in, it came out. He shifts his stance as he activates his blade song as a bonus action. And then with his free hand, he points his wand at one of the flaming skulls and he casts magic missile, sending three of the... Sending all three of the missiles into one of the skulls, and that will all that damage. be that will be four plus one plus. Okay, so that will be five, eight, eleven points of damage. The skull rocks back and forth, battered, bone chips flying off, embers and coals of bones spraying away, but it is still standing. Well, flying. And now its eye sockets are... Cracked eye sockets are focused on you. Which is appropriate as they swoop down in different directions. Breathing. Fire. Let's see. I'll need everyone up front to roll me a dexterity save, please. Dexterity and I'll do save. Some, and I'll do some quick checks here. To see if the other three... Yep, one of them sweeps the back. Let's see, Bank and Violetta. I'll need a dexterity save from you as well. 
That will be for Gaius a 17. Alright. How'd Yo Yo and Amy do? A 10 17. for Amy. And how much for Yo Yo? 17. 10 for Amy. Alright. Amy, you get fired in the face. Take 5 points of damage. But Gaius and Yo-Yo see it come and manage to duck out of the way as the cracked skull flies over. <laughs> screaming flames out you. Take two, only two points. Two points of damage. There's screams from the stage. The counselors and the sheriff were singed, but are still up. Though as you see this... Okay. Cat and... Cat and ba sorry, uh, Violet and Bank. How do you go? Eight for Violet, I see. Bank? Yeah. Uh, what was it? Thirteen. Okay, Violetta, you get fried to the tune of eight points of flame, but Banks takes only four. Oof. I think eight? Around, yes. Oof. You, okay. you didn't dodge out of the way in time. Around you, the screams fill the air. You see a couple of people down, mostly in the back. The tapestries on the walls are starting to burn. People are screaming and panicking. It's a riot. They're here! They've come to kill us! They're here! This is my, my dream! Somebody screams. Violetta, you're up. Um, Through it all, Gibbs laughs. Okay, first off, before we keep going, I... I don't know, I guess I was still at lower health because of... Or you would have been healed. fully healed by this point. It's okay. been a few days. Yeah. Then I'll fix that. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, let's see. Should She's still gonna be shoot at them with a uh, port bow. Who's she shooting at? The skulls. Alright. Do you want to go for the wounded one up front or one of the new ones sweeping to the sides? I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to uh, go for the wounded one. Alright. Go ahead and shoot. 1d20 plus uh, 5, I believe it is for you. Uh, yeah. Okay. How'd you go? That's uh, 12. <laughs> 12 is. Do some quick math here. Just shy. It's moving fast, it's a small target. Bolt goes wide. It's a pity you didn't. We're using a magical arrow. Oh. What now? You're a rogue. You have a bonus action. Would you like to try to hide, get some cover? Yes. Or would you like to run outside the hall? Um. Or you like to stand your ground? Your call. It's already on fire, right? The hall? Yeah. The building is starting to burn at this point, yes. Uh, I'm going to go outside. <laughs> okay. You book <laughs> it through the door, using a disengage to get through the crowd, which you need to at this point. Yo-Yo, you're up. What you got, man? Um, Phrasma is the god of death. We're not real squeamish. Um... I'm afraid I am going to Guiding Bolt Gibbs. Alright. 
Go ahead and roll it. Because one way or the other, he's a problem. I only get get a 14. That's enough to hit him. He's not armored. Okay. Roll your damage. Hopefully, this is not exactly what the ghosts want. But we will find out. 20 points of damage. 20? Woo! Yeah, Gibbs goes down. Hopefully Just a straight he'll be up okay. sucker punch. <laughs> he hits the ground. You see his head crack on the bench as he goes. K-tch. The next attack against him is advantage, but uh, he's not moving. All right. Anything else, Yo-Yo? Uh, well, I'm looking around. If I mean, my next action is going to be a spare the dying. <laughs> on somebody who's been hurt. All right. That's well, not a problem. Well, you can bonus action spare the dying. Do you want to go for Gibbs, or do you want to go for another person who's twitching on the floor? Uh, there, do, can you say the last sentence again? You want to go for Gibbs, or one of the people who just got fried by the skulls? Uh, at the moment, I'm... No. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, who do I... Do I have an instinct as to who, who needs it immediately? Not really. It's chaos. People are pushing and shoving. There's people on the ground getting tra- burned and getting trampled. So it's bad. It's bad, Yo-Yo. Uh, All you can tell is that there's a few people down and not moving. All right. Well, uh, is Gib still alive? Because I you hit can him have no hard. way of telling, Yo-Yo. He's in the I'm chaos. Go- okay, I'm going to hit somebody who's twitching. All right. You feel the spell take hold. You may have saved a life for the minute. Bank, what you doing? Uh, Bank's just gonna, yeah, claws out, go for the closest skull to them. All right, there are a little ways up in the air, so we need a quick athletics yeah. check if you want to try and jump and snag one. Uh, I have. Actually, he's going to forego the claws instead of just try a javelin since he can try and throw okay. one of those instead. Okay. I mean, you did roll, so a 13 is good enough to get up to one. Oh, no, that was initiative. Oh, okay. I haven't rolled yet. <laughs> I haven't rolled anything oh, cool. else yet. All right. You ca- okay, do you want a javelin at the wounded one or a new one? Uh, Let's go for the wounded one, see if we can't get one of them gone. All right. Go ahead and take your roll. Yeah. It's an 18 to hit. Oh, you definitely hit it. Roll damage. (laughs) Or five piercing. Crack! It explodes into bone fragments and coals that scatter down and wisp out. And then there were three. One minute in the front is no longer doing so. Now you've got one on each side and one at the back. Cool. Alright. And I'll just... Yeah, he'll try and, like, move to another one and 
He's All going right. to recklessly defend. Okay, now I will ask you to give me an athletics check to push through the panicked crowd. They're yeah. trying to escape in all directions simultaneously. Yeah. Advantage. Oh, while okay. you're doing that, Amy, what you doing? Uh, Amy was looking up spells. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was yeah. looking to see what I could do. Bank, um, you're trying to push through. You're not having much luck. You're stuck in the yeah. back. Okay, um... Is there any skulls close enough to be in melee range with, or are they all just sort of flying around up above? Well, if you wanted to swashbuckle using a tapestry or try to climb a uh, support pillar, you could probably do that. You could try. There's none in melee range. It's oh. a high ceiling barn. Okay, um, in that case... Um, Amy is going to point her stick at one of them and uh, say... Um, let me think. What did she say? She say, you're sick! And uh, a green sickly ray is going to shoot out of the end of her, uh, um, st uh, her stick mace. Like, almost like it's a magic wand, and go for one of the skulls. She's casting Ray of Sickness on it. Alright, go ahead and roll. So, that is, let's see. Correct me if I'm wrong, that's poison damage, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, poison damage. Um, that's a 7 on the dice, and what else do I add to that? Uh, yeah. your casting modifier, which for you I believe is a 5, so 12, that goes wide. Darn, okay. Alright. Bell attack bonus, plus your proficiency bonus, don't forget that too. Yeah, 3 plus 2, 7 plus, is a 5, 7 plus 5 is 12, yeah. so yeah, that misses. Okay. Yeah. Alright, as then... it misses, it occurs to you, there's not really much on there to get poisoned. Then, then, there's, <laughs> a, um, then there's a few words in uh, uh, Necro that sound like they should not be coming from a little girl's mouth. Um, <laughs> and, then, okay. and then she's going like, uh, so standing like sort of a defensive thing without going uh, full defensive or anything. Okay. Next is Gibbs, who is down. Okay, there we go. Back to the top. Gaius. So, Gaius will make his way towards the skull that Amy just tried to attack, and he's going to leap from table to table to try and clear the crowd cool. using his acrobatics. Awesome. Roll that. So That's he has advantage while in Blade Songs. He rolls a 13. That's enough. As the, ta the tables are falling behind you as they're getting pushed over. And then as he leaps off the table towards the flame skull, down comes the short sword in a cleave, and that will be an 18 to hit. That'll hit. Roll damage. Alright, we're dealing... D6 plus 3... We are going after the leftmost skull. We are dealing 6 points of damage, and are any of the other skulls within 5 feet of it? No, they're fairly no, spread no. out. It's and I doubt out. Green Flame Blade would actually do anything, because they are on fire. Yeah, so yeah, that's just six points of damage. We I mean, could try to fry, fry one of the townsfolk while you're up there. But, uh, <laughs> Gaius right. is not that dumb. Uh, you know. Okay. So, the one that... Uh, okay, their turn. Do their breaths recharge? No. 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 Okay. Gaius, the one you just took a swing at, swoops down, and tries to bite you. 
Mm. My AC is 19, so I hope he's up well, to the 16 challenge. 16 is going to miss you. And it's going to fly straight up again. So you may get an opportunity attack as it goes. Ooh, all right. Let's go. Let's roll to hit him with that opportunity attack. That's going to be a 24. That'll hit. Roll damage. Dealing a nice, tidy, another six points of damage. It's looking pretty rough. All right. Bank. The one that you threw a javelin at is going to swoop and bite at you. So, sorry, the another one. You killed yeah. the one you threw the javelin at, but the one that saw you no. do that is going to swoop and bite at you. Does a 15 connect? Uh, no, it does not. Then, and then it flies by. You didn't manifest your claws, did you? Uh, yeah, I do that initiative. Oh! You may take a swipe at it as it goes. Yes. That's right, wardens do the thing. Actually, it gets advantage against you, doesn't it? Uh, yes, it actually would. So I'm breathlessly uh, defending. No better, but it, it hits you, but no crit. So. Uh, do, do, do. Ah, only six. Yeah, that'll miss. Yeah. And let's see. Well, Yo-Yo just did something nasty and holy. Can't have that. Yo-Yo, <laughs> one's going to come down and try to gnaw your head. <laughs> Missing! And flying up again. Would you like to take a walking stick back at it as it goes? Yo-Yo. Just unmute, just for novelty's sake. Yes, I will, <laughs> in fact, swing my um, holy symbol at him. Um, Back, you fiend! Roll. Roll the attack. No, it's gonna miss, unless they have a very low armor class. Did you hit a 13? I doubt it. I think that uh, his... Um, bonus to actually hit with his stick is like a minus. plus two or something uh, no it's plus one <laughs> so he misses what i hear all right then we move on to let's see ah the fire they started spreads in the front does not spread to the left spreads to the right and spreads to the rear the Grange is starting to go up. The old dried building. The old wood, the tapestries. It's not unsalvageable yet, but it's getting there fast, and people are crammed in the doorways trying to get out. There's only one good door, and it's big, but they're disorganized. Alright, and then we move on to Violetta, who's... Managed to escape and is looking at people disorganized, struggling to push over each other. What you doing? Uh, so none of the skulls or anything follow me outside? Nope. They have one job. Okay. Um. Uh, 
think she's gonna... What is she gonna do? Um... Can I... Uh... Can I see any of them? Like, are there gaps or anything from the fire? So, one thing you do notice with. from out here is that they came in through windows high up. If you wanted to scale the side of the building, you could probably try to get a sneak attack in on one of them. Hmm. Shooting through a window. That would mean possibly exposing yourself to fire. Okay. I will give it a shot. Alright, give me an athletics roll. Or acrobatics, your goal. Uh, we're gonna do acrobatics. Alright. Okay, efficiency there. Oops, it's like that. That's gonna be a. Be a 14. And that's enough. You run to a nearby fruit cart, jump up on it, leave over the gazebo roof, run over, do a running bound, catch and bring yourself up to the window without taking any fire damage. And you're looking at the back of this, at back of one of the skulls, the one that charged bank. Okay. Take your shot. With advantage, it doesn't see you. Sneak attack. It's a six and a four. That's great. Uh, sadly, the arrow goes. It's a small target. It happens. Yeah. But it did notice that, and it's staring at you now. All right. Yo, yo, you're up. I have a question. Uh, one of the powers of thaumaturgy is to cause fires to flare or dampen or change color. Um, sure. You could use that, that to try and start fighting the fires. Um, given that I have thaumaturgy, am I likely to have some sense of how effective it, that it is? Yes, Do absolutely. I have re- okay. So, uh, yeah. If, so if I think it will help, if I think it'll help, I'll cast thaumaturgy and I'll so dampen the fires. All right. Here's the deal. The fire is one to the left of the building and two in every other location. You can hit one location a turn with th- with Thaumaturgy. And roll me a d4 and diminish the fire by that in that location. So, would you like to snuff out the left entirely or would you like to try to snuff out one of the others? Either way, uh, you'll let- be setting it back. I will snuff out the one on the left if I can. Shoom! Gaius, Yuri is flame-free as Yo-Yo prays to Phrasma and the fires diminish. Gaius lets out a sigh of relief as he pirouettes around ready to face the next challenge. Bank, you're up. Oh, the skull's flying away, isn't it? Sorry, what was it, Yo-Yo? I keep forgetting there's a special power bonus action... Spare the dying on another twitching person. Sure. Another twitching person? Alright. Yeah, I'm going to be spare the dying uh, as a bonus action every round. Okay, cool. I will keep them in mind. Bank. Now go. What do we got? Yeah. Uh, so the, yeah, the skulls have all flown back up again, haven't they? Yeah, sure have. They're annoying that way. Yeah. That said, they're not too far above. It would take a little work, but you could try to leap and grab and get one or, you know. You could, or you could just javelin. 
Mm. Yeah, I've still got one more before I need to retrieve them, so I'll just throw another javelin at whichever one's closest. Alright, go ahead and take your shot. Oh, that's a nine. A javelin falls and narrowly ske avoids skewering someone. Alright. You happy where you at or you want to move anywhere? Uh, I suppose I'll attempt again to try and get a bit closer to one of them. Alright. Sure, go ahead and give me a uh, athletics roll to push through the crowd. And while you're doing that, we'll go to Amy. Okay, yeah. um... Oh, go ahead, uh, Bank. Uh, it's just a 10 on the athletics. Uh, it's still too chaotic. Yeah. People are pushing past you, slamming into you, wobbling you back and forth. Amy! Okay, um... Is... Is one of these things, like, near one of the walls or pillars or something like that? Yeah, totally. The rightmost one is uh, merrily setting things on fire. Right. I, Amy is going, to, since she doesn't really have anything of distance, and yeah, she's going to be buying a crossbow after this one. Um, she is going to um, spider climb. You know, race right. a, a spider climb up and then like come down with her, her stick mace as hard as she can on top of the skull. That's right, you va you vampire dampier spawn thing. You can spider climb. Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Take your attack. All right, let's let's see if this will work. Please work. Uh, Amy's gonna be so sad if she can't do something. Remember to add plus one since you buffed up your mace. Yes. So it's a natural one. <laughs> Amy, you're on your face. You bounce back up, but ow. She 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 knew she was just so good coming down. Oh! Also, you realize, oh, this is the fiery part of things. <laughs> yeah, she. I need to cast uh, you know, absorb elements or something like that. Well, me, All right, but I well, didn't. it's up to you. All right, everyone in the front, which I believe is only Yo-Yo at this point, take two points of fire damage. Everyone to the right, which I believe is Amy at this point, take two points of fire damage, and Bank, take two points of fire damage yourself. Now, Gaius would Gaius would be on the right, because he was attacking the one, the same one that Amy went after, so he takes two points. Uh, you, no, you take, you were on the left. It's on the left, right, okay. Yeah, you kill, yeah, the one you were attacking is still up there, but Yo-Yo put out the fires in your area. Right, yep. And that's the fires. Now I roll to see if they grow. The one in front grows. The support oh. beams are starting to cr starting to crack. The one to the right does not. The one in the back grows. Violet of the flames are starting to lick at your heels as you stand on the windowsill. I think it's getting hot in here. You hear people scream. You see some of the villagers are trying to get somewhat organized, trying to drag people to safety, but that choker, that choke point at the door is just problematic and people are not organized. The folks up front are shouting instructions and trying to save people, but it's chaos still. Gaius, you're up. 
So Gaia sees Violetta's arrow shoot through the window and miss the flame skull. He sees these skulls zooming around, and so he points at the one that Violetta tried to hit, and he casts Tasha's hideous laughter, trying to bring it down. All right, you cast, and, and it nothing needs happens. to make nothing happens. It is not affected by charms, but Tasha's is a charm. It? It's an enchantment. Yeah, but it's a mind-altering effect. Yep. It counts as a charm, I'm afraid. Yes. Alright, now you know something. There's no mind in there to make two Yes. Alright. Moving along. Flame skulls. Do they recharge their breaths? Amy. The one you miss spins around at you and spews flames. Roll me a dexterity save. Lovely. Let's see if I can roll something. Bank! The one on you does likewise. <laughs> roll me a dexterity save. Dang it. Uh, that is... One minute. That's a 13. That's enough. You only take... One point of fire damage. So. I'll take it. She's looking a little rough. Bank. What do you make? Uh, an 11. Uh, sadly, you eat 5 points of fire damage to what would be a face in any normal creature. Are you still up? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got hit points for days. What am I talking about? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> uh, Gaius, the one in you swoops down for another bite. Yep. How does it go? Oh. Hit. Misses completely. Stuff. Take your opportunity attack as it sweeps away. Gaius rolls a nat 20 on that opportunity attack. So that yeah. will be... 10 points of damage as Gaius ducks and the short sword comes up. That would up. be a purely anime. You do the shing. There's a flash <laughs> cut. So the skull keeps going, pauses, then falls in half. It is gone. As <laughs> uh, the, the blade song fills your mind, the rhythm, the chaos <laughs> of the thing rising in a crescendo. Have studied the blade. You studied the song. Violetta, you're up. Uh, is there a safe path down um, onto the inside? Well, the inside is on fire too, but uh, yeah. so safe is really a relative term. But with an acrobatics roll, there twice. certainly is. Okay. Yeah, give me that correct roll, see how it goes. Oh, that's going to be a 24. All right. Would you go, like to go to the left where there is no fire? Would you like to go to the front where there's some fire? Would you like to go to the back or right where there's a lot of fire? I'm taking the no fire, please. So it's left. All right, you go to no fire. And since you're rogue, you even have time for another shot on the run as you go. If you want to take right. it. I will take that. Yeah, roll that... Make that bow sing. What you got? I rolled a three. <laughs> uh, it's your bow. It's totally your bow. You, you need to recalibrate it after this. That, that's all this is. All right. Yo-Yo, you're up. Okay, I am going to put out... Okay, I'm guessing most of the citizens are in the front fire area. Um, It's a mix of front and back at this point. <sighs> Is the door to the front? 
The door is to the back. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm doing the back. I'm All right, roll me D4. Extinguish. Okay. And what is it that I'm wanting to roll in terms Just of a number? Just a D4. I mean, do I want it to be high? High is good. But you have no way to re-roll it, so... Oh, I have a... I rolled a three. Then you... The fire is out, and there's cries of relief at the back of the room. And I do a uh, spare the dying. You spare another one, though this one doesn't take. Uh, already passed on, that one. Oh, well. All right. That's Yo-Yo's action. Bank. Huh? You're up. <laughs> the fires around you are out, fortunately. Nice. There are two skulls left. One in the back and one to the right. Are either of them near something I can potentially, like, vault myself off of to get closer to them? <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Give me an athletics roll. I mean, there's there's benches around, there's tables. This is the inside, but not that eye, and you've got reach. How'd you go? Athletics. God damn it, an eight. <laughs> ah, sorry, man. The dice are just rough on you guys tonight. All right. That was being very kind, <laughs> but now they're yeah. Yeah. now they're being cruel. Yeah. It's, it's, I showed yeah. up, and that's what happened. Yeah, don't mm. take that blame. All right, Amy, you're up. Um, I am going to try that again. I'm going to scamper up the wall, and I'm going to uh, try smacking it again. The skull pauses and like hosing you down with fire to and size wide. Take your shot. Yes, that's a nineteen plus three. That's a smacked skull. All right. That's, that's with a bludgeoning weapon. Yeah, it's okay. a bludgeoning, a magic bludgeoning weapon. Yeah, roll your damage. Um, so that's this a is a D skull. It's a D six. Do I add anything to it with, with the? Uh, or is you it... add plus one for the magic weapon. Okay. It's two points of bludgeoning damage, but she still so hit it. Four points of bludgeoning damage as you gonk at knock off a chip. Hey, she's happy. She hit something. You feel morally justified. Would you like to stay in the burning, or would you like to vacate to one of the clear areas? I'm going to vacate to one of the clear areas, because I still didn't uh, cast uh, uh, Absorb Elements on myself. <laughs> Normally, yeah, that's actually a reaction. only does it for that one. Uh, okay, Normally, I'd ask for a roll here, but you've got Spider Climb. You can just, like... I'm, like, up over the walls and everything. Yeah. Creepy little kid, uh, you know. Creepy you little can get to kid. the back. <laughs> that's close enough to you. Alright. Uh, Gibbs is... Yeah, okay, good to know. Ah, end of the round. Everyone at the front, which is Yo-Yo, take two points of damage, and nobody's in the right. And the fires... The front... The front-facing fire intensifies. You see the town records going up in flames. No. And you, to the horror, to the right, you hear the fires intensify, and you hear the snapping and groaning of supports. The roof sags a little, and starts to burn. 
bit. That side is very close to collapsing. And there's still people in the barn. Yeah, I don't think mending would actually work on that with it being actively on fire, yeah. Too big. Too yeah. big. Gaius, you're up. Hmm. Are any of the town records not on fire? Uh, uh, yeah, there's a couple boxes that haven't completely gone up yet. So Gaius, using his short sword to hold off anything that's attacking him, waves his hand, and he's going to use his mage hand to grab one of the unburning boxes and pull yeah. it away from the I flames tell you, if you can. You know from experience, those are more than five pounds. They are, yeah. So they're, they're really packed, dense cardboard boxes full of paper. When I yeah. say boxes, they're, you know, produce crates. In that case, Gaius will just charge the nearest skull he can see. Alright. You? Okay, give me an athletics check, or acrobatics check to get up there. That will be a 22, as Gaius dances across a couple more tables that are still intact. You you head to the back of the room and jump at the one that's been dodging uh, Violet's shots. Take your swing. And then we go, and that's going to be a 13. That just hits. Roll damage. Just hits, and that's going to be six points of damage again. You have its full attention. All right. There you go. As you leap and fall. Hey, Amy. The one you whack pursues you and takes a swipe at you. But a 13 misses, I assume. That misses. Gaius, you are missed as well. They can't roll for the hit for crap. All right, and then they both fly away. Amy and Gaius may take opportunity attacks. <laughs> Let's see what we I go. can do this time. Gaius is doing, like, that thing where he just motions with his finger, like, in an old <laughs> kung fu movie. Come and get me. Or if he, or he's in his head. That's a 15 to hit? That's only an 8 to hit, unfortunately. Oh, 8 misses, 15 hits. Okay... Another uh, uh, two points on the dice. Or... Whack, whack, whack. So... You have noodly little le- girl arms. But, you know, you're doing your part. You're doing your part. Hey, I, you know, it's a, it's a plus one magic maze that I'm, I'm swinging around with my pot lid shield. Yep, yep, yep. You are slowly beating it. It does seem to be taking more damage from uh, the fact you're hitting it with a mace. That does not suck. Okay. That was... There's turn. Next, we go up to Violetta. Uh, I'll try it again. <laughs> you have one trick. Damn it! Twang. Roll damn. It. Roll attack. Roll the fifteen. That hits. Roll your damage, which is a D six plus three, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a seven. Seven points. And that is enough. The one on Gaius explodes. No, the one on Amy explodes and falls to the ground in her. Alright. Next up, we've got Yo Yo. You're standing in fire, Yo Yo. On the other hand, the situation to the right is looking pretty dire. Yeah, the situation to the right gets a thaumaturgy. Roll a d4. Uh, 
Three. The fire shrinks. It's not entirely out, but you stop the imminent collapse of the ceiling. So that's good. That's good. And another person gasps and breathes again as you spare him from Parasma's grasp. Moving along, we go to bank. One skull left. Gaius is taunting it. Yeah. Uh, is that... Is the other side of the room still like it's like in almost immediate danger of collapsing, or...? It... You see the support pillars are, have been severely damaged. If the fire surges upwards again, it might. There's still people in that area, too. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. That uh, Jay's gonna try and yeah go for that last skull. All right, give me an athletics roll to do a leap. Yeah. All you need is twelve there. Twenty. And if you get that twelve, you can make an attack. Yep. You make Finally. the leap. <laughs> can you make the attack? He's hoping. Yes, you can! Yes. Roll damage first. What damage type does this count as, by the way? Uh, the claws slashing. Alright, yeah, roll damage. Yeah. See how it goes. Or 12 damage. Brack! You shatter it to bits. Long story short. Yo-Yo acting swiftly, and he's able to put the fires out now that the skulls are gone. The remainder of the townsfolk managed to drag people outside. There are all told about five dead. Fewer than, fewer than it could have been. Gaius will assist Yo-Yo in putting out the fires, just prestigitating little gusts of wind. Mr. Gibbs is surprisingly alive, and the sheriff hauls him straight away to jail. Amy will, uh, uh, she'll go up to the pillars that are, uh, to help people and everything like that, and she'll be, like, trying to, uh, uh pat the wood back together and stuff, and she's slowly and casting she little bits of mending on it, just to keep it sturdy enough to for people to get out. Sadly, this, Amy realizes this is structural, it's gonna take more than mending to really fix it. But while you're doing this, as you're collecting, getting things organized, a very singed uh, Councilman Hearthmark comes up to you and says simply, All right, I'll lay this out simply. We can no longer afford to ignore Harrowstown. We want you to go up there and do what you can to solve the problem. What do you want from us? I think I'm going to need a crossbow because everyone else has ranged attacks to to hit things at a distance and I don't and it's kind of annoying. We're going to give you 500 gold up front to go ahead and buy whatever you need or do as you please and we'll pay you a thousand upon completing this task. Sounds agreeable to me. Alright. <laughs> Take what rest you can. It would be madness to go in the night. Good luck. Uh, the town records, Gaius says. I tried to save them, but, you know, you packed them so dense in there. 
hope is you don't mind starting from scratch. As best say, is it possible to cast mending on those? Uh, they're ashes. Okay, I thought I'd ask because Amy wants to be as helpful as possible because you know yes. she feels like she sort of came up a little short during the uh, attack of the skulls. All right. So we're going to fast forward a bit to the morning, which the night is amazingly free of dreams. Those of you who are trained in Arcana religion know this this was a pretty big push from whatever is up there. They probably didn't have the energy to haunt everyone's dreams tonight. So for a moment, you bought the town a bit of a reprieve and yourselves as well. Can Yo-Yo have cast ceremony on Gibbs? All right. Is there a specific ceremony you're going for, or uh, just uh, sleep well kind of thingy? Um, I'm thinking consecrate. All right. Your mind. Um, I'll go ahead. And... Uh, no, they don't have consecrate anymore. Um, they've got both water. Dedication? No. Funeral rite? No. Wedding? I think Amy's family would object. Um, she can do better. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's not interested in that, okay? Okay, well... Um, Maybe atonement, in case the possession left some traces in him. I actually don't think that any of these will actually work. Probably not. You can pray over him, if you like. Yeah, I might pray over him. Um, They used to have a thing called Consecrate, in which case you could make, you know, like a temple or something like that. And I was hoping to use something like that, but... um, Oh, that's a spell of its own now, I believe. Yeah, that's a level one, yeah. Is it a level one spell? No, Hell no. not a first no, level spell, unfortunately. Okay. All right. You pray over him, Mr. Gibbs, as the rest of you gather your strength. In the morning, you buy what final supplies you can, and well, there's no need to go through this at the minute. Actually, there might be. Uh, is anyone, does anyone know right now that they want something that... Well, Gaius just wants no to need pick before up his... they go to the prison. Wants to pick up his three scrolls, and Gaius also wants to purchase a rapier. All right. Well, no worries. The man will spell, sell the scrolls for uh, 30 gold apiece. Does anyone object to Gaius spending, including the rapier, 105 of the gold that we've been pearl- that no. we've been furnished with? Well, we still have the 180 gold from the original uh, uh, coupon, yep. so... Yeah. Yeah. So, Gaius yeah. will pay the man in gold this time up front, grumbling right. under his breath in apology about not getting the book, but he winks like, and he says, just just keep it on hand, never know what might turn up in Harrowstone. I'll give you... I'll give you time. I'll give you time. And when he returns to the others, he's got a gleaming new rapier on his belt and his short sword's nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Remember, if you want to scribe any of those scrolls, it's 50 gold in an hour worth of work. 
Unfortunately, Gaius does not need any of the... Already has most of those spells, so... Hey, extra shots are good. All right. Uh, Violetta, do you want to buy anything? Uh... Overnight, you will be healed to full, for the record. Okay, um... I don't think so, but I would... Can I take those mag uh, magical arrows that we found? This is definitely a good pl a good time to call dibs on things from the stash. Let me see if there's anything else in there I wanted. Yeah, unless the unless anyone says something, I'm going to assume that anything you don't claim from the stash is an Amy's uh, bag of holding. So mm. Makes sense as a oh, place to like... put it. But if you know, if you want a haunt siphon or some holy water on hand without having to spend a turn rummaging through Amy's stuff, but, you know. Yeah. She's willing so, to uh, pass stuff out, so. Um, I think I already knew the answer to this, but if we, if Bank were to take some of the, like the silver arrows or whatever, or like if he like partially submerge them in his hands, could I use them as like makeshift knuckles? Uh, not really. They're they're yeah. they're arrows. They'll break. However, yeah. bows are cheap. Just saying. Hmm. Just a piece of wood with a string on it. And if you want to commission a silver weapon, I mean, you know, there's a, there's a forge right in town. I'll say double book ghost. Um, I'd like okay. to take. With the silvered arrows, um, sure. Don't forget, or, you still got some magical and fancy ones too. Yeah, I was looking to. I was trying to decide if the ghost bane might be. <coughs> Excuse me. To have on hand. I will tell you with identify ghost bane is plus two to hit ghosts and does two d six extra damage if it hits a ghost. So product you know. damage. Well, Gaius is only. Attack spell, attack cantrip is chill touch, so I might actually get the rapier I just bought silvered. Alright. Yeah, the, the smith does have some silver weapons, and a rapier is one of them, so... so that'll be 50 gold rather than 25 for yeah. the rapier. Okay. Amy's buying um, a crossbow. So I'm buying a, a, a crossbow, and is it okay if I have... If, just, if I just take the... Uh, the silver bolts and the ghost bane bolts? Or does somebody else have a crossbow to use? I don't have one. Yep, guess you're it. Okay, I'm also gonna uh, buy like uh, a whole bunch of um, right. regular bolts too. Uh, you going for a light or a heavy crossbow? Um, <laughs> I mean, let me see what an officer can. What can. You've got both. I got both. Um, I'm not sure what the oh, difference yeah. is. Uh, go with a light crossbow. Okay, we'll advice. go with a light crossbow yeah. then. All right. How much is that? Let's see here. Da, 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 da. We'll sort it out. Yeah, it'll get sorted out. Uh, yeah, and you said was it so to get a silvered weapon is just double what it was in the book. The yep, price, pretty much. Cool. Twenty-five gold for that light crossbow. Okay, and I'll um, I'll I'll look up uh, how much bolts are and uh, give Cheap. you a number. So. All right. And I don't think Yo-Yo's buying anything yet. Nah. He doesn't I need might anything. buy uh, silver daggers. 
All right. Here. Sure, no worries. I believe daggers are five gold, so silver ones cost ten gold. Okay, and for two of them? All right. Twenty. Sure would. Now, don't forget, the smith also has some magical stuff on sale. And there are, there are like, potions in the apothecary shop if you're interested. But again, as Ken, Kendra points out, whatever you do, don't sleep in Harrowstone. If you um, need to fall back out of there, go. Oh, you can always come to town. It's only like an hour or two away. What? Uh, I'm trying to remember. There was a was a shield, and what was the other thing that the, that the smith had? A shield and a rapier. Okay. What's uh, um looking at the shield? What what's the shield like? Uh, well, smith says it's magical. Are you asking Kendra to identify it? Yeah, I'll ask her to identify it, because it looks kind of neat, and it might be better than my uh, uh, my current shield. She goes ahead and does it on both of them, and they are respectively a plus one shield and a plus one rapier. Thanks. How much is the plus one? How much is the shield? 200 gold each. Oof. No, Ooh. Amy's not gonna Amy's not gonna ask that much from the um, the party fund. Like, That'll nice, be something but... we get after we come back, I think. Are we keeping track of how much? Okay, we're doing it here. Yeah, Miracle of Discord, eh? Yeah. Yeah, Banks' huge purchase of four gold. <laughs> <laughs> to get two <All> right. spears. <laughs> and so, with your gear sorted, wary of losing too much light. You head out. It takes an hour to walk the old road. Your heels crunching on the fallen leaves. The mist seems to grow even though you're heading up into the highlands until you get a fall rolling across the ground. It lies ahead of you two-story stone building looming in the center of the prison grounds. A wall, a large walled compound around it. And I'm going to shift over to roll 20 now. show you. Welcome to the gates of Harrowstone. Eh, a little bit of a fixer-upper. It'll be fine. And I believe that this is all we have time for tonight. As haunted buildings go... Well, that's the only one I've really seen, so we'll see how it compares to what the books say. <laughs>